Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, So I have deemed because literally 2020 has been the longest um, decade of our lifetime. It's only one year. And I said for December, now that we have voted Trump out, he is denying it. I don't give a shit. He's gone. Um, December is for Bravo. And I wanted to bring on people that I like from the Bravo sphere. Now, sometimes it is like high school, but this person that I have, she has her own lunch table. And I'm very excited that I get to sit at the lunch table. I bring up my little tray full of corn and, uh, you know, my eggs a la Francaise. And I sit at her table. So I have... Oh no, Bravo! From the amazing Instagram page that you should be following. Oh no, Bravo! How are you this evening? I am good. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I do have to give the disclaimer: it's bedtime in the Oh No Bravo household. So if you hear pterodactyl screams, that is my toddler letting us know, "Hello, hi, bedtime is not for me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to it, I, and there are people like, "Oh my god, children!" I'm like, "You guys don't understand. I love it because I'm at this point where I'm like." You guys have no idea how funny kids are. And sometimes their laughs and their screams literally fit into what we're recording. I'm like, oh, see, <laughs> works. They're paying attention. They don't know what we're talking about, but they're paying attention. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So please tell everybody about your page. Oh, no, Bravo. If you um, haven't seen it, 
You got to see the lives. (laughs) I feel like I am like the most consistently inconsistent Bravo page on Instagram. Like I kind of my, you know, what's unfair about Jax Taylor. He kind of took the broken brain thing from me. I had been saying my brain was broken for a while. And then freaking Jax Taylor comes in with his ACE bandage and takes that from me. So, you know what? I'm claiming it back for myself. Um, I have a broken brain and, you know, I just post what I like to post and I've like Mm -hmm. gathered misfit toys along the way. And Hey, (laughs) I met some like real life friends. Now I met all you guys. So I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. So, cause one, I don't know if you guys know this, but oh no, Bravo goes goes live like what three times a week? <laughs> Two times. Yeah, I go live on Fridays and Sundays, five p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern, and I just have like you know my internet friends, internet besties on. I had you on. I need to have you back because that was so Absolutely. much fun. I I swore <laughs> I was gonna get like banned from Instagram after ours. <laughs> now I don't know what we talked about. I probably told somebody to go to hell. That's fine. That's I will eat that. You guys just bring it here. Um, I will eat that. But yes, I had a. It's it's such a good time. I'm like, oh, and then. You're like, oh, who's going to be on with you? Oh, I got to listen because this is just going to be fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is going to be great. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Because then it's like you hear more voices. And what I love about your page is that your page is very diverse with your guests. It's not just, now we both like Bravo, but Bravo can be very, it can be very white. And I can say this to her because she's like, oh, yeah. Case <laughs> in point, I've literally been looking around for Black people who watch Below Deck and people are like, like, oh, I object. How rude. <laughs> like, I do watch it. And I also now follow Joao, which who, by the way, I love off of the show because I didn't really like him on the show. And now I kind of like him. And he also he, likes to get honestly, half naked. Joao is like the only um, redemption arc on Bravo that I mm-hmm. believe. Like he's the only only Bravo mm-hmm. bro that has gone through that arc of like, I've changed. I'm different. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I believe you. And you're the only one I believe. Absolutely. Because the 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 troglodytes from last season i was like yeah throw all of them away even tanner yeah especially tanner fuck him okay it's like all of them throw all of them away and this new season i'm like i don't like any of you i don't like chief stew captain lee is fine but and y'all brought back eddie and i'm like this is how long i feel like below deck has been on for like a millennia because i'm like i don't even remember eddie and he's also in Baltimore. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, wait, what? No yeah, one told I, me? I completely forgot about him. And then I had um, the Instagram account blocked by Jax on for this for the Below Deck premiere. And she's mm-hmm. like, I mean, she goes in on Below Deck. And I was like, okay, can you remind me? Like, do we like him? Do we hate him? Like, yeah. I can't remember what where he ended. She was like, oh, remember Rocky season that he was that huge dick to Rocky? And I was like, oh, oh, oh now I remember. <laughs> oh, now. And I kind of liked Rocky, but I'm a weirdo when it comes to below deck people. Rocky actually. So that was when my husband first got in below deck is like a gateway drug for husbands and boyfriends. I feel like, like you can kind of, if if there are any listeners out there trying to sneak attack their, their partner below deck is a good one because it's like a workplace drama. So my husband Mm -hmm. got really into below deck and Rocky's season was the one that he got into. And Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so. interesting because I went back. It's like because of so many seasons of Below Deck, it was hard for me to like go back. But Below Deck Med, I was able to go back mm-hmm. to. And I'm because one last season, I was like, why doesn't she like Bugsy? I don't actually remember. I'm like, why don't they like each other? And I'm like, 
oh, now I remember. Because I had to go back and watch. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fuck her. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. now I can see why. And now it's like the two chief stews. And was like, oh, they're both gone. And they got this new one. I'm like, girl, I don't care. It's like the one I'm like, I tried below deck sailing yacht. I ended up binging it because hello, we're in a pandemic. So what mm-hmm. else am I going to do? And I binged the whole season. I was like, oh, this is not a bad season. And then I get to the reunion. I'm like, I, I, I don't care. This is, reunion yeah. is dumb. I'm like, yeah, Zoom re- reunions need to go. Yeah, it's like the in-person reunion. I'm glad that they figured out a format to make it work because it just makes yeah. such a difference to have everybody. So question for you. This is like a good litmus test. Mm-hmm. Are you a hannah person or a kate person when it comes to chief stew this is hard because i oh god because i i was literally about to punch her in the face but i'm a kate person (laughs) i'm a kate person but only up until she was like being really shitty to that stew that wanted to quit and then she had the radio in front of her door i'm like Mm -hmm, oh she's better than me because i literally would have beat her ass i'm like okay so I went full on Monique on your ass because I'm like, okay, I'm going to beat your ass. Okay. All right. So this is antagonizing. <laughs> You're Monique. That is antagonizing. That is like, okay, you want to fight. You want violence and that's fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Kate person, but I kind of, it's so weird with Hannah because I actually like Hannah. It's weird. I'm like, I feel like I would like to hang out with her, but I wouldn't want to work with her. Yes. That's how I feel too. I feel like Kate would be a better boss because like, even if she's like, snarky to you you know her expectations whereas hannah right. i feel like just like passes off all her responsibilities i would want to like i would probably want to hang out with both of them but like i think i yeah. could be friends with hannah but i would be like i would hate her as a boss oh yeah i'm like she's like i'm so busy i'm like girl your chief stew you're supposed to be busy why are you talking to me about oh my god i have so much to do i have to call this mariachi band i'm like girl <laughs> you're too she's like the coworker that comes in and is like always sighing like she's at the cubicle next to you and she's just like yeah. <sighs> and it's like oh god like what do you have to do today you want like, to how are you it's like she won't give you like the fake little i'm fine everything's fine how are you oh my god i have 17 calls to make okay i literally just wanted a fine i am good i wanted a fake answer i, I really mm-hmm. didn't want to know what you were doing <laughs> leave me alone. but her baby is very cute and I'm like I just mm-hmm. I don't know something about, about Hannah I just like but I'm like I wouldn't yeah. want to work with her it's like I, I want to hang out with her I want to go to a bar go to a club there go work with you I'm like no because you can go have me doing dumb shit and I'll be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what are you doing I'm like how how would how is Sandy not micromanaging you mm-hmm. yeah and then this year's this also sucks below, below deck this season because literally they have the most capable chef I've ever seen. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so this is wasted on a chef that literally can do all the ridiculous things that people ask for. Y'all lost her fucking caviar. I don't know what the fuck happened, but it's like y'all lost her shit. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, here's the crazy part. But still. It's kind of going back to the original below deck format, I think, though. We're mm. like in the back in the day, they actually hired capable people. And mm. then it really was like a true workplace drama where like the all I love, I love a petty fight. Like I love oh, yeah. a fight oh, yeah. about like cutlery. Like, yes, give me all of that. <laughs> like, give me like the pettiest shit. You know, like I want to see people like I want it to snowball and it's all because of like a knife or a fork. And but not do you see knife, this, but just this like is a fish knife. <laughs> 
I I love a cutlery fight or any of that, a laundry fight. Love it. So I think they're getting back to that format because for a while there, it was like they were casting people who clearly had been in yachting for like models. I'm like, wait a minute, you're a model. I know, like, what's his name? The really tall, hot fireman that was on Below Deck Med. Literally can't think of his name. And I'm like, what the fuck? But he was like six foot five. I'm like, oh, this is great. You big dummy. I love you. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a but like, but then they end up always getting fired, or like the whole season is about them learning basic tasks, and it's like, okay, well, I'm here for the fight because you didn't fold something properly, not because you don't know how to do your. You job. don't know how to do your job. I'm like, wait a minute, how does this whole deck? I'm like, oh, why, why are we getting educated on what shots mean? Give me four. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all don't notice? <laughs> I feel like this is below deck season one. What are we doing? And I didn't watch season one. I'm like, I feel like this is go to Hannah's school that she allegedly that someone is alleging that she stole from someone else. I'm like, you you do realize training for a yacht is not an original idea. Hmm. Most there's a lot of training. What are you doing? Hannah stole it, yes, because Hannah knows who the fuck you are. Actually, that could be the new show is then take it back a step, have Kate and Hannah like train their Maybe own little train their own stews and then have like a stew competition of like who's going to get cast on the next on right. the next below deck <laughs> right. <laughs> like who's going to judge sandy i don't know she's the best judge mm-hmm. captain lee maybe and then they can find the captain from the first season below deck because one i was like when i did my rewatch i'm like who's this guy who is this? <laughs> wait she's not the original captain i would like uh, i need to speak to management so maybe y'all can find him like i did sailing yacht and it's like it's a great season but a terrible reunion so maybe that captain too i mean i don't know i'm like i yeah don't bring back sailing yacht. i'm sailing yacht. it's great to binge but god i would not want to watch that for a season I'm like i don't i don't care i think below deck is a better bingey show mm-hmm. i feel like it could go on netflix right now it's like oh this is great just shoot all of this together, dump it off on one weekend and you can watch it. But sometimes like waiting, to, I'm like, girl, I don't care. Oh my God. Fire somebody. I think it definitely is like a bit, it's a great hungover show. It's a great like laying on your couch, feeling oh, yeah. like you're going to die, just like watching other people's drama. But I guess that's why it's literally like you turn on Bravo in the daytime it's and Below Deck on. is on. It's like, what season is this? Else. I'm like, I don't know season. And then you hit info. You're like, oh, I don't remember none of this. <laughs> I don't I don't remember none of it yeah we weren't even supposed to be talking about below deck but I'm it, watch I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and go that's his name I can't think of his name I can't yeah, you know your listeners right now are like hitting their steering wheel yelling at us the name they're like it's I'm like oh I don't know I'm sorry I feel like I'm on a game show and people are like you know yell at people like how do you not know this answer she's on bravo right now I'm like I don't know I don't know So let's get some Bravo news before we talk our ladies of Atlanta and Potomac. So this was, this is the funniest thing because this was during your life with Monty and you're like, oh, breaking news. Jax is not returning. You're like, wait, what? It's like, wait a minute. What is this? How is this happening on a Friday night? So after eight years, it feels longer, quite frankly. It's like eight years sounds super long, but it's like, I feel like it's been really like 25 years. Jax is not returning. His pregnant wife, Brittany, after five years is not returning. Um, so I don't know why they like to um, 
bait the Bravo verse. <sighs> Brittany didn't delete this fast enough because she literally copied and pasted exactly what Jack said. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I don't see. Oh, <laughs> it says me and Brittany. You are Brittany. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Brittany. I'm so sorry. But they're not <laughs> returning. So yeah that was like honestly the best way to find out was during my live i love that you were our recon specialist i was like okay you guys don't leave this live but i need one of you to go over i'm on it and mind you i miss them talking about they're like oh he's leaving wow that's crazy so anyway this drink that we make i'm like this is how i missed it because literally they after the beginning because i think ariana said oh i saw the thing like oh Jax is going live it's like oh why is he doing that i mean i don't know anyway so I got this book we've had it for a whole year and you should just get the cocktails out I'm like oh y'all don't care I'm like I didn't think Sandoval would actually care because he's like and I was like all last season I was like fuck y'all for making me defend Tom Sandoval because I was like god damn it he's right and this makes me sick (laughs) I I mean Ah! Yeah, he and I, but I also like it. It makes sense. The two of them don't really seem like the messiest. Like I don't see mm-hmm. them going live on Instagram and like spilling all the tea. Like it makes sense yeah. that they're like, oh man, that's crazy. Anyway, back to our back to why I'm getting coming here to right, sell back my book. to our actual paycheck because this show might not be continuing. So let's focus on the cocktails and the books, people. Right. But no, that was amazing. I I literally like sometimes things will happen where the comments start coming in on my live and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, there's enough of them now that I need to ask the question. Cause somebody was like, Brittany announced Jackson announced." So I'm like, okay, um, timeout. What is happening here? Is Cause I, I'm live on my phone, so I can't scroll. What's going yeah. on here? <laughs> Cause it was just like, wait, this is so weird. And then the rumors like were flying that the show was canceled. And someone said, I have it on good authority that they are shooting next spring. I'm like, Okay. So do you want to hear my blind speculation, my prediction? Mm-hmm. This is based mm-hmm. on nothing. Like, so don't think I have an inside source. This is just coming from my brain. Like, this is just my blind prediction, <laughs> you know, because that's what I like to do. I like to just state things. And then mm-hmm. if I say it enough, all of a sudden it becomes a rumor. And then mm-hmm. if it comes true, I can be like, well, I told you guys. And if it doesn't come true, then I can be like, well, I mean, I told you. I was just speculating. I'm like, it was just so, <laughs> so you guys he- heard it here first, right? Um, no, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I predict, I bet that Vanderpump will get picked up for another season Mm -hmm. um i think that it will probably focus on the like newbies and it'll go back to that og format of like maybe the next generation Mm -hmm. and then i have a feeling with rand and lala and their connections like I would be very surprised. I think that Redacted Schroeder is a very smart businesswoman. Like, I think I would be so surprised if they weren't secretly filming throughout Mm -hmm. the pregnancy, like, and that they're not like shopping around their footage to a network. Mm -hmm. And I could see them taking it to a different network, calling it something else and like having all the OGs on a different show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we... I think it's been tossed around the Vanderbump rules because literally four people are pregnant. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's so crazy. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not signing up for Redacted Schroeder's anything unless she's going to pay me three times whatever her Black Lives Matter teacher is making. I'm like, you can pay me four times what you're paying them. I'm still not going to help you, have but I'm, you're going to pay me. <laughs> have we found out who her teacher is? Has she announced? I'm like, I don't even know if your teacher is Black. I need to know who's teaching you. You're like, I can now say why Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, so, hi, Redacted. This is Tamron. This is not Hoda. 
She looked at you like this. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, what are you, what, what are you doing, girl? That interview was like. I was like screaming. I have to to give I have to give the full disclaimer. I was a Stasi apologist for way too long. Like I looked the other I oh oh a hundred percent like I need to I need to acknowledge that I need to atone for this. I need to atone. I need to no. They were like I let so much shit slide. I let the Me Too stuff slide. Mm -hmm. I let the you know all the um Oscar so white stuff slide. Like Mm -hmm. there were so many times I kind of just was like, well, but that's Stassi, blah, blah, blah. And then finally like I mean it get it comes to a point where like I think everybody needs to look inward and be like, okay. At what point do I need to stop? Like, there are plenty of other messy people that can like have a platform that we don't really need to be giving this one yeah. a tenth chance. Yeah. Like, she lost all of her her podcast sponsorships three summers ago, and then she kept talking. Like, at some point, just maybe stop talking. You think? Stop. I'm like, honey, it's it's okay if you don't give your whole opinion, which is why that whole like Oscar so white thing. This is where I was like, so me and Ariana are now married. Cause she was like, this is some white privilege bullshit and I don't like it. And it was like, yeah. Oh, I like mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's then, good. Do you, like her. Have you heard the rumors of what Stassi's new podcast might be called? No. Do you want to know, or should we just sure. move on to the next topic? No, go ahead. Tell me so I can go. Oh. Um, entitled <laughs> AF. So like, basically like she's taking the basic brand and then allegedly just doubling down. And like, you might as well just make it like privileged AF. Like, isn't it? Oh, so don't put cute? that out. She might actually try to do it. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, you know, it's and it's so weird. I'm glad you've like been delivered from that because, quite frankly, look looking at like the some of the I think the Sir Rules one where people are like, oh my god, I would not watch it if Sir Stassi is not there. Great, because I don't need your ass there. I'm tired of you. Honestly, like, and I mean, I can only again, I'm a hypocrite because I for a long time, I wouldn't say I was like a Stasi defender, but I definitely mm-hmm. was like a Stasi apologist where I would just be like, yeah, that's shitty. And then kind of still be like chuckling at her little confessionals. But right, right, right. Stasi's fan group now is like an online all lives matter brunch. Like her comment section at any given day, I'm just like, ooh, like oh my God, they're yikes. all eating goat cheese balls. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to go to the, and Pinot Grigio and drinking Pinot Grigio. That's all they're doing. I'm like, uh, yeah. girl, I'm not arguing with you. And somebody else's fans I'm not arguing with is Kelly Dodds. Well, yeah. She, so she has apologized. Um, girl. It was like a hostage situation. Like, I swear that there was like a teleprompter like behind her that she was just like memorizing her script like that whole was a tablet up. sitting right behind her head like okay say <laughs> all of this big letters say this i'm like uh girl ma'am what i'm sorry we're not watching your fucking show okay we're not gonna watch you as long as you're there and even if you leave i'm sorry i don't care about oc that much it's like it should have stopped a long ass time ago it's like no and i like Bronwyn, so this sucks it's like I want to see Bronwyn's journey, but I'm like, yeah, no, mm -mm. you you got way too many people on there that I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I don't know who this Elizabeth person is like, she needs to go. Gina's hair is horrible. And then there's Emily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Emily though, Emily low key, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly people. But like, I think Emily 
shares some beliefs with Kelly Dodd, but she's just smart. She's smarter to not say it. To not say it. Because I think that there's I think there's something there for people to investigate as far as like what she feels. But yeah, it's unfortunate because like Bronwyn actually has an interesting story to tell. But like yeah. I don't I don't I just I don't, don't wanna need to. I'm like, I feel like can I just call you Bronwyn? Can I just call you? Can we just talk about your journey? I don't want to watch it. Okay. I don't want to watch it. I'm not telling people not to watch it. I'm like saying I am not gonna watch it and not in a self-righteous let me get myself Mm-mm. in a magazine way. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, um, Bronwyn was on actually like on my live, not on my live, uh, ask, believe, receive, but she was in the comments of my live. Love on, for her to be on your live. Oh my God. What's coming out in the universe, Bronwyn? I, I know you listen to Milka We have to talk to Monty. Monty, talk yeah. to Bronwyn. <laughs> I, know, I would, I would die, but no, but she was in the comments and basically, um, some of the Salt Lake City housewives were there too. And I'm like, Bronwyn, can we just get you to move to Salt Lake City? I think you would actually fit in with that cast. Let's mm-hmm. just scooch you on over there. Then we can watch you because mm-hmm. I just like, I OC, like, and again, if people, there are so few things in 2020 to spark mm-hmm. joy that if watching OC is that for you, good for you. I'm never going to say don't watch a show because right. it, it's Bravo. Like if it's gonna, if it sparks joy for you, watch it. I personally just like, don't need to relive COVID through Kelly Dodd's eyes. Mm-mm. And there's just like, and then for her to like, okay. So she spends the first half of the episode apologizing. And then the second half of the episode, basically insinuating that Bronwyn is like faking her storylines. Yeah. It was like, how do you go? It's like, Andy's so good at this because it was like if he had asked her like two more questions she'd have went went off script real quickly Mm -hmm. she's like I mean I'm just an idiot I'm like oh I'm sorry that's not an apology you being stupid is not oh I'm sorry I'm stupid okay you're not that stupid (laughs) it's like um I'm sorry is that supposed to make me feel better you're like I'm a dumbass and I say dumb shit you've been on this show how long you've been saying dumb shit since you've been here it was just fine because you were just going after vicky and so we're fine but it's Mm -hmm. like yeah she's still an asshole and now she's just showing her racist side of her being an asshole and if one more person says to me she can't be racist she's mexican i'm like mexican is an ethnicity and it's not a race please don't do this but also you can still be mexican and racist I, i don't understand this i'm like that's not that doesn't stop you from never mind no no and yeah and again maybe like I feel like I'm in confession like I feel like you're a priest I'm confessing my sins to guess who else was in my top five going into quarantine Kelly Dodd so I don't know what 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 is up with your top five (laughs) it is straight up cursed I need to stop putting people up there but I definitely need to do some like journaling some introspection I need to maybe like (laughs) Maybe see a therapist, like, because the the Bravo celebrities that I am drawn to are like the chaotic, you never know what's going to come out of their mouth type of thing. But the issue with that is that the chaotic energy combusts. And then I'm always left holding the bag. Being like, like, I can't believe you cheated your top five. You're like, I know. I like this. <laughs> I, like I do. This. So because you're top five, I, I was like, I got to tell her my top five because I feel like you shouldn't be out there alone. So this is my top five. And the top for me, and everybody's going like, what is Nene? I'm like, okay. ah, Nene is my top. And my number two is one that I'm like, I, sometimes I can't fucking stand her. It's Teresa. Because. So you like mess too. See, I like mess too. But also <laughs> I'm like, I don't, sometimes I don't like what Teresa does, but I like, excuse me. She is her franchise. They mm-hmm. moved recording 
and filming because she was in jail. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Y'all can't have Jersey without Teresa. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're badass. Number three is Bethany. Number four is our buddy Luann. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, this, this bitch can't sing, but she got, she got hits. I don't understand how this happened. She puts the Lou in delusional. I was like, I love, she's like, I'm like the female Barry White. Hi, hello. So my dad has vinyls of Barry White and I can almost guarantee you, you are not, but Diva, la diva. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's a bop. I don't know what it it's is. It's such a bop. Such a bop. And rounding out my top five is candy. I don't know what so it is you about like, candy. you like big dick energy. I do. Yeah. I, I, I can respect. That's a solid top five. Mine. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm not even announcing it. I need to like sage it in the new year because anytime I announce a top five, you're like, like oh, I, no, I literally like it is cursed the, just the other month for no reason whatsoever. I just publicly announced that I was going to put Erica Jane in there. Why? I don't know. I just felt like it. And then I think I manifested this shit. Now she's like going to straight up be Roxy Hart in jail. Like I'm not announcing it anymore. I don't want to like harm people anymore. <laughs> She gonna be right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine tall tall Girardi seeing Mr. Cellophane? Oh my God, I can't, I can't do this. Now, like somebody send him the song. He's probably like, I cannot sing. But you should try, Thomas. You should try. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so great. I'm like, yeah. And I know someone's like, how's the video your top? How is Nene number one? I'm like, yeah, really? There were no one-liners before Nene leaks. She did make the, so I'm watching from season one on my Patreon, mm-hmm. which by oh the way, I need to have you on because I'm, oh I'm starting season two now. Um, Cause and, Candy's there. I love it. Yeah, but I'm like, up on your ass. I'm like, <laughs> But Nene made the franchise, like she made Housewives what Housewives was. Like she made those like those confessionals that are like those jippable, gifable moments. She yeah. made those one-liners. She made that like funny. She she brought the comedy too. Yeah, because now everybody after that is doing gifs. But it was like, it was Nene first. It's like, not saying there aren't other gifs or gifs. I don't care how y'all fucking pronounce it. Please don't write Mm-mm. to me and That's say, why I it say is cold. I'm like, I'm like, gif or jif, girl, whatever, potato, potato, whatever floats your boat. I don't want to hear like, well, the guy who made it, I don't give a goddamn. He don't, he don't live here. I don't care. But whatever you want to say, I, I know there's something on me I just like, and do I feel like she went out kind of sad? Kind of, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's like, you think of like, OC, New York and Atlanta, it's been on forever. Mm-hmm. it's like these are the top three they've been on forever and it's like is it really this is really season 13 of atlanta this is really se- what season it's 15 yeah. i'm like man i remember when all those ladies in the oc had that one shirt and i'm like why are y'all all wearing <laughs> y'all have like the a sponsorship <laughs> oh my god it was like and they're like oh no we just all bought them so they didn't sponsor y'all that's crazy they're that's how you know it was og um housewives that they weren't getting that sky top sponsorship swipe right. up swipe right up. swipe up and get my sky top i feel like if it was like around season 10 they would have and there was a time where see this is how i'm glad i i waited to move my top five because i would have put gretchen in there and god i'm so glad i didn't put her there yeah no a thousand times no i was like you girl is that even your real face is that your face? 
Are you auto, how do you auto tune a filter? Like, how do you do this? How do you, how do you? It literally is like, not only is she using Facetune, but she's going old school. She's rubbing like Vaseline on the lens. Like she's giving herself that soap opera filter. I was like, what's wrong with her face? No, but the weirdest part, okay. You know, I'm not gonna, you do what you gotta do for your self-confidence, whatever. Right. Do not Facetune your baby. A baby does not need to be face tuned. She's a baby. You do not. A baby has pores. It's okay. Let's normalize pores on babies in 2020. <laughs> let's, please let's normalize pores. <laughs> That's the show title, Normalize Pores. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, um, and I guess the last bit of Bravo news is Dallas. So there was like a little screenshot that was going around and saying Dallas was going to come back 1231 it's actually coming back January 5th and the new trailer has dropped and I was on the fence of man do I really want to watch this because Carrie's still there um but then they introduced us to Dr. Moon and I'm like oh so I'm in so I'm very much here for seeing Dr. Moon I'm here to be seeing her digging Brandy's ass I'm also here to see Cameron and I'm like can we talk about this pink dog food that does not turn dogs poop pink i mean maybe we'll come back to that i mean i don't know but what did you think about the dallas uh trailer so it intrigued me again i'm gonna announce another sin i mean if i have any followers left by the end of this it'll be a miracle (laughs) but i um i actually have never gotten into dallas i meant to binge it like i had it on my like lineup of like i'm gonna do a binge Mm -hmm. um and then the leanne stuff happened and i was like do i want to binge this so i binge summer house instead and went on that journey and i just like i think i'm gonna for encouraging you my journey because you're the reason why i binge summer house i'm like oh my god oh no bravo like what the hell like why am i still watching this fuck kyle cook Well, you know that I got I got my Lover Boy sponsorship, so I can't be spe- I can't be besmirching the is Lover really, Boy name. So is the tea better? Okay, here is my honest opinion. So the tea for me is actually like a top five summer summertime drink. Mm, like okay. it's it's very refreshing. It's very easy to drink, and it actually tastes good. The mm-hmm. spritzers for me. So I don't like sweet. Like I just, oh, I'm okay. not a sweet okay. person. Okay. So the two of their spritzers, the, um, the mango, and then their most recent one, the like guava, whatever they oh. came out with. I okay. like those two mm-hmm. blueberry one is like way too sweet for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. But my sister-in-law loves it and she mm. has a sweet tooth. So maybe oh, it okay. actually, my bottom line is like of all of the Bravo Liberty products, it's mm. actually good like I could see it being sold rather than and that's not even just because they actually sent me some it was I've been I've been shamelessly promoting them before they were even you really were and I was like what the hell is Loverboy like what is this because I wasn't watching the show so I only say fuck Kyle Cook because you know he can't stop getting drunk and putting his dick and lips on people and so I'm like yeah that's that but um I think the lover boy concept is actually kind of cute because even when people are like it's really expensive, he's like, so first of all, fuck you. And second of all, <laughs> buy my shit. I was like, well, okay. It's like, that's why you tell the white people <laughs> to buy your shit because that's who you're talking to. They're like, excuse me, this is why I could drink Bud Light. So first of all, if you drink Bud Light, then you deserve everything you get. <laughs> okay? That is like a illegal under 21 college I got to get drunk fast drink. Loverboy is not for, that is not his clientele, mm-hmm. beloved. And y'all know how I feel about Carl Radke. He is for the streets. 
that hoe is for the streets. I don't know why y'all trying to turn that hoe into a housewife. I don't know. But, you know, quarantine Carl and this beard. Now he's a bearded hoochie and I'm all for this. Quarantine quarantine Carl is like, ooh, my God. I always called him a vampire. Like you could always tell when he was perhaps indulging allegedly in some like late night activities. You know what I mean? Like you could tell when the vampire in Carl came out and there was like a little more rubbing of the nose, a little more like shaking of the head. And he's looking really healthy and ooh, quarantine Carl. Hmm, okay. He's a hoe for the street. Mm-hmm. So anyway, a, long, yeah. long story short, I got into Summer House, not into Dallas, but I'm going to go into the season, I think, just completely blind. Go in blind because you don't need to go back to season one and see great value Keith Urban. And I and, <laughs> and Tiffany was actually, I didn't think she was a bad housewife. I think for them, they're like, they're looking for the drama. And Tiffany's like, I'm just trying to live in Dallas and live my beautiful life with my great value Keith Urban. I don't have time for the drama. <laughs> And that's why she, I think she was a friend of season two and then you didn't see her. Cause I mean, I think her and Leanne are still friends. Cause I think last season when she got married, Tiffany came back on the scene now like, Oh, what's she doing here? I'm like, we're still friends. I'm like, Oh, okay. Is this season four or season five? This is season five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I tried. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't care this much. I, I just wanted to see, I'm like, I didn't watch the first season. I got into it maybe like three see because my cousins got into it they both loved it and they were Mm. like you you could really like I think you would really like it and I usually like I mean I'm a slut for Bravo like anything I watch I pretty much end up liking but I was just like is this something I really want to be binging so my followers were pretty split half of them were like you got to get the backstory and half of them were like going blind and I'm like I'm gonna go in blind and if I love it if all of a sudden I'm like oh my god I'm a Dallas stan then I'll go back but like I don't really care to at this point in time yeah I feel like it's like it could for me I was like yeah you could go either way because I guess it would explain why the Brandy Leanne friend frenemy thing that they've had literally since the beginning of this series. And I'm like, yeah, but Leanne's not even on there anymore. So I don't even think it really matters. I mean, I don't, she's not even there anymore. So I I feel like you can just go in blind, like seriously. Cause I mean, I think, yeah, no, Brandy and Stephanie are originals. Everybody else is new. So So I was like, yeah, Mm, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, look, I'm all for it. It's like, we got Salt Lake. Dallas is coming back in January right now. And people are like, we got four housewives on at the same time. I'm like, we do? Dallas didn't come back till January. Oh, you're talking about Orange County. Yeah, we're not watching that, sis. So, you know, you can just. <laughs> it's three, four. Nope, nope. Don't know what you're talking about. Don't. I mind mean, you. This, this week, it was like three strong ones. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I can do three strong ones. Mm-hmm. Because even with my DVR, like, you know how some people do the DVR, like, it's a couple minutes before the mm-hmm. show starts. Mine is set up for that for Salt Lake. I'm very much, I keep forgetting to do this. So this is now a reminder for Stephanie to change that to when the show starts. It's like, yeah, I don't I don't care about anything about see. I don't care about whatever's going over there. I'm like, I don't care. I still love Rowan. I, I really do. Rowan, I love you for real. I just, I just want to, I just want to pick you up and move you somewhere. Yeah, just literally anywhere. Else. Literally like, anywhere. Please go somewhere else. Please, please just leave us alone. Just nope, go away. Okay, so let's start with I missed Sunday nights like this, where it's two good shows back to back. And I'm like, oh, I missed it. It used to be married to medicine and then they lost their damn minds and moved to Friday. It's like, Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> put them back on Sunday. Hello? Hello? Uh-uh. Nope. 
No, put them back. And then they ended up putting back. Oh, yeah, we had to. No, bitch, you lying. Y'all tried to try it on Friday night. It's like, no, we, why are you doing this? They're in Atlanta with Atlanta housewives. They should just be on it. Sunday is Atlanta night. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Put Shaw's on Friday. They're not in Atlanta. Sorry. I don't know why they put Shaw's on Sunset on a Sunday. I'm like, no one cares. Yeah, it's weird the decisions that Bravo, like, why is Salt Lake City on at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday when we already have a housewife show on a Wednesday? Why can, any other day? Other day. Like, can, you, can we do another day? Because, yeah, 10 o'clock is for tardy for the party. We ain't watching that shit. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm tired. I'm, I want to go to bed. <laughs> I, I never watch it live. I'm like, okay, girl, I can't do no 10 o'clock. I'm like, DVR, help me. It was like, this is how I know. I'm like, I said my DVR and then I forgot. Like I didn't watch Salt Lake City until I think Saturday. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't watch the episode. Oh, I don't know what's going on. And I'm in the Shaw Squad. I feel like they're going to like kick me out. And tell me, like, get the fuck out. You don't watch it on Wednesday. But is it 10 o'clock? Mm-hmm. I'm so tired. I'm like a three-year-old by like 10, 25. I'm like, oh, my God, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I can't do it. Can't, <laughs> I need to go to bed. So that's just me. I, I can't do 10 o'clock. They need to move it. It's Especially when people are watching and they're very active. So, yeah, no, move, move, move Salt Lake City. It's like, or just switch OC. I mean, who's yeah. watching it? So <laughs> we're not gonna Honestly, I bet that that would work better for their ratings, that there would be people that are just like already, it's already on Bravo and then it rolls it, over. It would be a great lead-in because it's like Salt Lake City really doesn't need the lead-in. So everybody's watching it. But everybody, it, it has such momentum of this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. So that's... So let's head to Atlanta. So we are at season 13 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. We have a smaller cast, which hasn't been this small in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we now have five housewives. It's Portia, Candy, Cynthia, Kenya, and Drew is coming. She mm-hmm. was not on the premiere. Only thing I know about Drew Sador is that she busted up melanie and derwin's marriage because she derwin slept with her see this is what happens when like i've seen her before i'm like is she the girl from the game that derwin slept <laughs> with and then they fucked up their relationship you dumb ass and, it was like, and she was actually i guess playing herself as a singer so i'm like she's so pretty so very excited to see her so how were you going into this season 13 13 is such an unlucky number but 13 is my favorite number is it because when i grew up i grew up playing sports and i would always say it's unlucky for the other team no but i i went into it so i again like i i've been in and out on atlanta like that hasn't mm. been that's the reason i'm doing the rewatch on my patreon to like really because i kind of like so i got into bravo maybe like like five years ago is when I really got like into it like I would dip in and out I've always loved reality television but like five years ago was really when I like kind of like all the housewives came Mm -hmm. to me so I I didn't really know like the full backstory of Atlanta for like all of the history of all of the relationships so I'm still kind of going into it pretty blind as far as like obviously I know the big players I know the big fights but I don't know all the true dynamics Mm -hmm. um and to know that this series is on at the same time as orange county is actually like 
so poetic of where our country is right now that those mm-hmm. two franchises can exist on the same network filmed in the same time period and just like the differences of what even just like the general tone of what's being talked about because like yeah. i mean that i like and southern charmed i'm like y'all are all three don't of y'all do this talking don't do this. this to me stephanie don't it do was this just stuff. like yeah. so fuck pringle and well, i'm sorry but fuck all of them except for leva because craig went live yeah. on instagram with tommy lair and i have to say it it's like so <laughs> fuck him i said you know what i will stick a pillow up your ass have you lost your goddamn <laughs> mind it's like you and all of this and then watching how they're talking about covid i'm like mm-hmm. so um madison, madison madison oh my god you're so fucking irresponsible so anyway your party that i'm throwing did you see they're still going at it on instagram like there was like a comments by bravo thing where mm-hmm. austin was like commenting on um Kristen Kristen Cavallari. Cavallari. i'm like and then okay. madison commented on her ex-husband's thing jay cutler and i'm like You're so first so of all messy. he looks like a toe and second of all what is wrong with oh. girl open up it's like, girl, don't you have a son to raise? Why are y'all being so stupid? Oh, really? If he liked her, he wouldn't be sending me songs at midnight. I'm like, girl, why is he not blocked? I don't understand. I'm like, shut up, Madison. 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 I'm like, see, this is why people say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Cam <laughs> was like, okay, fuck this. Fuck you. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Naomi left in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. yes she left all three of them left i'm like y'all could have just said y'all got tired don't be like oh no it's because of Catherine. i'm like girl y'all film with Catherine for years please don't do this and they're like oh my god me and cameron were friends um hi uh Catherine. she fucking hated you she's hated you the whole time you've been on the fucking show she mm-hmm. does not like you you are not her friend what are we doing i'm sorry i'm like hey, mm. sorry this is not about below this is not about Southern Charmed. Okay. <laughs> but this Ooh. is what happens when we talk Bravo. It's just- I know. It's like, because it's like, when you think about all three of these places, East Coast, West Coast, and the South, well, technically Atlanta is the South, but so is Charleston. But it's like mm-hmm. three different places and they're all reacting to COVID totally different because totally y'all don't have Marlo in your city. Because I literally screamed for like three minutes. I'm like, so first of all, Marlo is me. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I got to take your temperature. I'm like, where'd you get that thermometer from? Because I will walk around. Excuse me, uh-uh, before I go in your house, I need to take your temperature. You're I'm bringing like, out the tape measure. I'm like, Shh. Shh. I was like, man, I love you. So if everybody remember, you remember when they had like photos from Cynthia's wedding? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, all these people wore masks. I'm like, I feel like y'all just talk about Marlo because I didn't see any picture of Marlo without that mask on. I was like, damn, Marlo's very serious. She had on her mask and she was like, mm, nope, mm-mm. mask is on. I was like, yeah, so this made total sense. I like it was here. honestly refreshing after mm-hmm. seeing like what we've seen so far of how COVID is rolling out. Like yeah. it was pretty refreshing. Even like Cynthia had that one talking head of like, well, Dr. Fauci says the masks are the way to go. So I'm masking up and I'm like, oh, so we believe on in science on this franchise. Wonderful. This is great. <laughs> I still remember when people were like, you had like, I guess, news talking heads that were talking about all the protests during the up um, mm-hmm. up uprising. And they're like, oh my God, all these protests is going to le- lead to an uptick in COVID cases. I'm like, so you haven't met any Black people. 
we are black. We are not going to do this. You look at those protests. Yeah, literally like 90 to 85%, 85 to 90, if I'm being correct. Um, they had masks on. Yeah, no, we weren't the ones, but you go to all the people, I'm going to have this no mask test. I'm going to have this no mask march. We're going to march with our guns mm-hmm. to um, city halls. And oh, then all of a sudden all these people getting sick. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't us. We're wearing masks. Girl, what you doing? Literally, I remember like the week after the uprisings and all the protests and all that, I had some family members share on the lovely site that is Facebook being like, and look at all these spikes, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my family members who I love was, was like, and what was two weeks ago? Oh, Memorial Day? That looked like a lovely barbecue, Barbara. Like, why do you think there's, uh, th- no, doing? this doesn't happen in like two days later, there's an uptick, no. like you morons. No. You're, you're crazy. I'm like, it's a 10 day incubation period. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you're like, oh, fuck science. I'm like, oh, okay, so fuck Google too. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> like you could just ri- like, and now with um, Thanksgiving over, they're like, oh my God, we're going to see this uptick. I'm like, yeah, because y'all had to have turkey outside of your home. You couldn't have just like had a turkey sandwich or better yet, just stay the fuck home. It's like, I, I got to get on a plane. I got to have like 20 people. We all, um, quarantine together like did you see um elizabeth from the from orange county got ordained as a minister so that she could have have it i said you piece of shit i'm like so when i saw the supreme court do that i went see this is why voting is important folks because the senate controls the supreme court we don't have it's a red it's a red senate so they're just going to do this shit and then you watch them. Oh no, you can do this outside. No, you can have all these people if you are a um a religious space. And I'm like, oh okay. So y'all just want to? You think all them people going to heaven? That's what you're saying? Oh, okay, I can almost guarantee you they're all not. <laughs> it's like, uh, what are you doing? You're just like, oh fuck this. And like, yeah, how? I'm like <laughs> tempted it. Like pray it away. I'm like, girl, that don't work on nothing. Can't pray to gay away because what's wrong with being gay? And it's like, um, you can pray to strengthen your spirit. That's it. But y'all are dumb. Y'all are y'all are so stupid. You are a dumb hoe. Shut up. <laughs> and I don't even really like Kenya. I, I liked the break from Kenya. Now I like having her back. It's super weird. Um, so it looks like they first did their interview looks in August, which is, you know, we're in December, so it's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like after the uprising, but still we're in a pandemic. So we're starting to see, we're, we're seeing how the season is shaping up. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're seeing the emergence of Titty Scent. And I'm like, you know what? I'm all for this. First of all, Cynthia, this is not the dungeon. Why are you dressed like this? They, I mean, I enjoy it. Everybody enjoys them. Like y'all think straight women don't like titties? We do. I'm like, she got nice titties. We want to see them. But I'm just like, ma'am, you ain't. You are a model. You ain't got no tape. (laughs) Take some things down. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, good lord. I'm like, uh, and then we see Kenya is still with that man. I don't care if he gave you a pretty baby. Please drop him off on the curb where he belongs. Because I'm like. I had, I definitely had my issues with Kenya. Mm-hmm. She is the villain that Atlanta needs. Apparently she is the villain. I was very happy when she got married. I'm like, she had a baby and I was like, yeah, I may not like, she's not my girl on the show, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I think the baby's adorable. And I like, 
I liked her. I like when she was off the show. It's so weird. I'm like, yeah, I can see her coming back. She's fine. And now you're watching her like, oh my God, I'm trying to make this work with this man. I'm like, girl, Mark Daly is not that cute. I don't give a goddamn. I'm like, he is not that attractive. I know she's cute. You're old. I don't think you're having another baby. So you don't need a sperm. So you can just dump him off. Yeah. Mark with a C. Ugh. Yeah. Right. He- I'm like, I felt, I actually like really felt for her that one scene. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just because I'm a terrible driver. Her getting lost, talking on the phone. I like started tearing up. I was like, I have been there. I have been a hot mess, missing it, trying to do a U-turn. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it happens when you're on the phone and you got the directions that I I was like, girl, if you don't hang up, he's giving you like, I'm like, oh, I know that noise. And then you go, make a U-turn, make a U-turn. And I'm like, motherfucker, I know I'm supposed to make a U-turn Oh. telling me I'm yeah, like, I felt uh. I had this like and she literally like she was like I'm so lost and I was like oh and it's not just about it's the like, driving is it I was oh, like okay. oh my god I am literally li- like you are way too pretty for this for Mark Daly girl I wish you would it's like girl j- dump his ass Mm-hmm. Please. And didn't you love the hot mic moment with her lawyer that they did the Bravo scene? They did the Bravo scene of here are your options and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And when are people going to learn to wait till the mic pack is off before you I keep mean, talking? This is like <laughs> we are getting hot mic moments all the time. Like oh fourth wall band bro, we get hot mics. I'm like y'all just don't give a damn, do you? Like look, quarantine has made us lazy. We are not editing this out anymore. <laughs> like y'all need to see that this is not fake we this is real life because he's like you need to get your shit together it's like oh i mean he ain't wrong and it's like and now yeah i thought of these black women these black celebrities they get with these men i'm like yeah i'm glad you're saying this because i'm sorry i'd have dropped mark daly right on off i'm like you this in his and it's not his failure but it's kind of like they are going to blame Kenya because they're like, they're looking at how she was on the show. And it's like, oh, how can she maintain a good relationship? And I'm like, but her being a doormat is not going to make her look any better. Because I thought it was shady as hell when they said, I'm a good communicator. Yes. And then they showed this stuff and I was like, so that's I, not what she's talking about. Y'all shady as hell. I was just about to say that. I actually thought that was super fucked up. Like, I, I know that the editors, that's their job, that they mm-hmm. have all this footage, they're going to use it. But like, in a way, it almost made it like, it almost made it like, well, she deserves what she got. Right. And nobody deserves to be in a relationship like that. Like, yes, you obviously have some self self work to do. You have like mm-hmm. things to work on, but we all do. And I just like, I didn't like that they chose that opportunity. I love the flashbacks. Yes, pick a new, pick a different like, way I like to mess. show them. Mm-hmm. But like, but in that instance, it was just like, okay, this is like, this is kind of fucked up. To I'm like, I know what she example. meant. It was like the bad part. As soon as she said it, I'm like, they gonna show where she's roll the tape. It was like <laughs> roll that beautiful beam footage. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. god. But the and the bad part about it is the ones they shown, those weren't ones I was thinking of. I'm like, she's been worse. So it's I feel like they were being nice and messy at the same time. It's like so I, I she's been worse than this, guys. Y'all didn't show her say you can get off my boat. It's like, uh, nope. So, and that bad part, she has so much, but still, she need to get off this ride. And now we're also going to see that I didn't know Riley was eighteen. I was like, she's eighteen. Like, what the hell have I been? She's I graduating school. I'm like, I should have realized that because she did graduate. And now we're bringing back up the tale of Block and how he owes Candy child support. And Riley's like, girl, I don't, it's like, yeah, he can pay for this school. I don't need, I don't need a relationship with him, but he can pay for this school. And I know Candy has it and I get that she has it, but 
that girl's going to NYU. So that's NYU and out of state tuition. So yeah, no block can like pay for like two semesters. Yeah. And I don't like the argument of like, just because somebody has something means that they don't, they aren't deserving of help from the father of their children. Like he's still the father. He's still even, and if he didn't want to make a financial contribution, he had every opportunity to make a person contribution by being a father. I just like, I feel for that. And I feel, you know, and, and I always am hesitant when like you bring up people that aren't that didn't sign up to be a cast member. But at this point, Mm -hmm. Riley's 18. She's an adult. If she wants to bring up her dad's, her relationship with her dad, like that's her choice and that's her right because she went through it. Yeah, because it's like at 18, she's just, you're. it's like, there's a point where it's going to stop that your child is going to want you and around. It's usually around 15. So it was like, um, she's a little bit late, I guess, but it's probably the first time she said it on camera. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good on him. Because one, Mm -hmm. her mother is married to Todd. So it's not like she doesn't have a male figure in her life. And I know there's probably other men around Candy. So it's not like she is lacking. It's like, Mm -hmm. but I think she's gotten to, because you'll get to that point of, yeah, I don't need you in my life anymore. And that's sad when you think about it, because like, this is still your dad. And as, as someone who's really close to her dad, I'm like, I don't know of a time that I'm like yeah I'm kind of good on you but that's mostly because he's in my life so there's the rub so it's like if he wasn't in my life I'd be like yeah I probably would feel the same way like Mm -hmm. yeah I'm I'm good on you and it's like you can't force her to do it just because I'm your dad I'm like okay prove it like do stuff that dads do and don't do it for show because I'm like it's not like he is hurting he's not um Sheree's ex-husband going, look, I ain't got two nickels to rub together, so I can't help you. <laughs> and it's like, no, boyfriend, no, just, ugh, just whatever. And yeah. I and like, I think I her don't... seeing that he, ha- he has the capability of being a father to other people. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine, I cannot imagine how that must feel that like, it's not that he's just this guy that's like, doesn't have the capacity to be a dad he's literally choosing to be an active father to other people but just not you because that's gotta stink yeah it's like you're saying you're being father to other kids and you can't even call me we're not even facebook friends it's like come on absolutely not yeah it's like girl please um we're getting a peek into cynthia the bradzilla which i would not surprised by but then i thought about her weddings so the one in and anguilla i'm like i feel like that's not something i want to because it's a foul renewal but yeah her first wedding yeah i can see why she's like no we got i gotta get i gotta get this nasty taste out of my mouth and y'all are never gonna let mal and her mama rest she will they will never know peace because Every time they will bring up the fact that y'all hid that marriage, like it's like y'all never let this go. This is great. It's like, oh, this is messy as hell. It's like, and some people were haters. I'm like, and you're gonna use her mama and her sister. It's like, y'all, come on. But yeah, she was like torn up emotionally about this wedding, and now she's financially in a better place. Because I also think I don't even know if Mike is better off financially. I don't know that. It's like. But also, he's not Peter Thomas. And there's a part of me that really is attracted to Peter. And I think it's because he's Jamaican. I don't know why. 
I, I can't explain it, y'all. I don't know what it is. It's, it, it's the hot Jamaican and it's just he's Jamaican. I don't know what this is. I don't know what to say. I can't explain it. So I, I get mean, why she, we, we were attracted to who we're attracted to. I know we'll get into Potomac, but I cannot help myself. Brown Dick Chris, like that man, especially he got, how he, he, he got high up on the house has been this him and Sean It's like Sean worked his way up PK where I was like, oh, y'all showing <laughs> off in the pandemic. Oh, okay. Y'all trying to get on the list with Juan. <laughs> With Juan, oh, Juan Dixon. With Juan. It's mm-hmm. like Juan is the list. I feel like, yeah, exactly. Like, how, how is he the list? It's like Joe Gorgon's on it, but yeah, you can. Mm-mm. No, well, no, no. His his yeah. Instagram uh inspirational quotes really. Yeah. yeah. They're they're like cringy. It's like pretty uh, that's a boner killer right there when he's like, got his misspelled yeah, inspirational quotes. <laughs> 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 it's like that's the wrong there, Joseph. <laughs> what is this like so yeah I, I don't know I mean they got married so it's like I'm like I know how this ends they right. still got married so it's fine but it's gonna be very interesting but I got when Mike was like aren't I enough and I was like when she said women are different at first I was like eh, no no but also we did not get married in a museum with the dinosaurs you did. And so I can see why you're like, I got to fix this, but please have it outside. But I think they wanted to have it outside, but it rained that day or it was going to rain. So they moved it inside, which I mean, it's okay. ironic. And I don't think anybody's really saying it, but it's mm-hmm. ironic that there were two Bravo weddings that day. And perhaps one was more safe than the other. Mm-hmm. And the one that was safer was to a Fox News anchor. Like Kelly Dodd and Cynthia got married the same day. And Kelly Dodds was like this intimate outdoor thing with masks. And Cynthia was a 250 person wedding. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. And I think just like, we all hate Kelly Dodd so much that we just were like, and we like Cynthia. So we're like, you know, it's fine, but it's like, he's like, it's not. The good thing is that nobody got COVID, but still somebody, could have it was more risk at yours i'm like mm-hmm. cynthia looks amazing. amazing i'm just like i'm like i think that's you know we'll get into this with potomac he's like you give more grace to your faves and it's yes. like we fucking hate kelly dodd and then she was sniffling after like i hope you got covid i'm like <laughs> i really don't hope anybody gets this no i don't wish it on anybody her. but it's still like yeah it would yeah, be okay ironic. i'm like oh you're sick I'm like, oh we're just sniffling it's not covid i'm like okay i don't care <laughs> it's like I, I, don't. I understood what mike said though when he was like do you want the marriage or do you want the wedding like right, i i right. think that that was a really poignant point and i think that it like i think a lot of people are going through that right now like mm-hmm. i have some friends and some family members that are figuring out what they're going to do with their wedding and they're they're having to have these conversations of prioritizing of like do we want to do a courthouse wedding and then have a celebration when we can? Do we want to mm-hmm. just like put it off? And I don't think there's a right answer, but it definitely makes it awkward when it's clear that one party is cool with the like small intimate, let's just have the marriage certificate and call it a day. And Cynthia's like, um, no, 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 no. I'm going to have the big TV wedding. That's going to be to somebody I love that I get a do over. Yeah. It's like, so it's funny you bring that up because you know, Sheena's wedding planner to Mike Shea. So yes. I, we follow each other on Instagram. She is hilarious because she still does weddings and she gets on her story and she'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? Why do you have all these people? I will keep reporting you. I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm like, I love her so much. She is hilarious. And she's a stickler on, no, cut it down. We're having micro receptions. We're not doing this. I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah. I actually, I think I did find her Instagram that day that there was that Vanderpump Rules reunion and she mm-hmm. was going off because it was like showing. She was. She was I was like, are you serious? And she's like, mm-hmm. It's like, she'll answer you. Like, girl, are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was like, this is so great. This is so great. And I like Sheena. So I'm like, oh, Sheena. But- I like, I can both like Sheena and also imagine her as a bride and know that perhaps the wedding planner is being Not honest exactly. in her recollection. She was like, okay, let me tell y'all, y'all. So see this, let me tell you exactly what happened. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Like, I like you. She's fun. She's fun on Instagram. I got to find her name because I'm like blanking on her name because sometimes I miss her stories. So I guess the last part of the premiere is Portia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Portia Luther King. (laughs) As Marlo called her, I said, please leave us alone. But yeah, um, I don't know what happened between now and her finding out the Underground Railroad was not, in fact, a train and her realizing that Hosea Williams is her grandfather. It's like she knew it, but it was like she didn't understand the gravity of it. And now you see her doing everything and also seeing the part of explaining how she how she got arrested. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, OK, you got arrested. It's like because they didn't tell them where they were going. They marched to different places. The the final stop was the AG's house and they didn't know that. And it was just like, oh. So then it's like, oh, we're going to get arrested. It's like, oh, okay. And they just sat out. I'm like, yeah. So he was ready to charge them with felonies. I'm like, so this is very interesting. You're quick to charge them from being in front of your home, but literally 120 days mm-hmm. for Brianna Taylor. You didn't even bring them any kind of charges. And then when you did, it's like, I'm going to charge the wall. You armed a wall. So wall, all walls matter. Like just, it's just gross. So I think seeing all of her, um, her footage, because really was a lot of it was from her cell phone. So it's just really interesting because I think probably some of that footage, I don't think, I don't know if it's Bravo cameras and just the news. Cause I'm like some of those clips, I'm like, I feel like I saw that on the news. I honestly feel like there weren't a lot of, bravo cameras there like i think there was that one clip where they're like cameras off cameras off but like mm-hmm. i don't know if that was bravo cameras or news, yeah, cameras. news cameras were there too it almost like it almost in a weird way i mean it was powerful regardless like mm-hmm. i mean i had chills like the entire time for all of those scenes but it was almost like more powerful that it was just her phone camera because it really mm-hmm. shows like she was not doing this because she's like oh atlanta's starting this will be my storyline like she was mm-hmm. doing this because she is an activist and she's making a difference and she's using her platform to yeah. really, you know, do the right thing. And so like the fact that like, yeah, filming was starting and she wasn't going to be there to shoot those scenes. She's like, no, I'm going to yeah. Kentucky. I'm, I'm going, going to Kentucky. Here. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it was just so powerful to see. And I'm in a weird way. I'm glad they brought up the underground railroad thing. Cause I've seen people use that as like a, well, she's not this. Cause she she's said not true, this. She thought the underground railroad was a train. I'm like, yeah, a simple Google search would have helped her. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was ridiculous. But also, like, let's also normalize, along with normalizing pores, let's normalize personal growth in 2020. Jeez. You know, let's normalize learning new information and changing our mind and doing better. And like, what a what a fucking way to start this season for Portia. 
right right even her like going live with john ossif on premiere day she could be doing other stuff and she wasn't because she's always selling like her sheets which by the way i do want some because i'm like i'm I'm a sucker for some nice sheets i used to work um in domestics at macy's so i'm very much like when people say i want to get sheets from target i'm like no you don't (laughs) i'm like it's like 350 is that good no that is, that's a bounty paper towel. You Get out be, of my face. You would be appalled at my uh, sheet situation. I am sleeping on sheets that I had in like college. Like if you ever come and spend the night, I'm going to have to go out and buy you some new sheets. Yeah, you better, go, gonna, excuse me, I'm a gonna, snob. I need a six over 600 thread count. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to sit in my, on like, you're going to sit on my guest bed and look at me and be like, like um, actually, what I'm, is not, I'm not quite tired. I think I'm I might like, go I home. I think I'm just going to go sleep in the car. Like, why are you sleeping in the car? because i'm sorry you see this well you so gotta weird. slide I'm, in you gotta slide into porsche's dms i really do i'm like I, can i get a sponsorship i just i just want the she's i think one I, i'm like let me see the thread count let me mm-hmm. okay a peanut <laughs> See, see, now I'm getting all now I'm getting all behind the scenes. Y'all like what the hell is Pima cotton? Girl, it's good cotton. <laughs> Poly cotton blends. No. Like if you get like a thousand twelve hundred thread count, if it's a poly cotton blend, it's probably gonna feel like about five fifty, six hundred of all cotton. But cotton gets very hot. That's why people like blends. I'm sorry. See, here I go. I literally do you see I'm like I, you're speaking a different language, but what I know now is that when I finally am going to trade in those college sheets, I'm going to, I know who DMs I'm sliding into. <laughs> so Portia, I know you listen. How about you send over some two please sets, do. please. Please. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just love her. So the fact that she was like, no, we're going to talk about the runoff. Cause I mean, we're, this is in December. The runoff is uh, first, I think it's a January 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Today so was like- the last day to register today was an important day yeah i think it is the last to register which is super weird when you think about it because you're like election day was typically is that but because it's the runoff it's like oh yeah we can extend it because we got another election Mm -hmm. so this is going to be very interesting i i think there were a few people going this was boring and i'm like i don't guys this isn't the real housewives in new jersey where they had the christening and they fought in the premiere this is not that and it's like also with all the protests, with all the pan- we're in a fucking pandemic. We're not mm-hmm. doing this, and it's like it's good to just catch up with people because you know this was. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it speaks to your point earlier of like we just give our favorites more lenience or not. But like mm-hmm. hearing them talk about the p- pandemic, even though yeah, they're all way richer than me. They have the big houses. They have the pools. They have whatever. Mm-hmm. It still was like more relatable to me. Like I liked the way that they were all talking about how like yeah, we have X, Y, and Z, but like we're still losing our shit too. And there was yeah. a weird like there was a weird um, connection there for me that I was like, okay, this is the first group of housewives and maybe it's because we're going into the season already in the pandemic yeah maybe because we're not seeing the shift but like I found them talking about it to be way more relatable than how we've seen on OC or Southern Charm like I was like okay yeah like I also can't stop eating and yes also I'm fighting with my husband about the dishes like go on I'm like I'm I'm gaining weight I'm like yeah because nobody else is talking well I don't watch OC because I don't give a shit but they're all like, yeah, I gained weight because, you know, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't leave the house. And even when Kenya said, I felt like a prisoner in my own home. And it's like, to a certain extent, I can get that because it's literally been since March and it's now December. So I'm mm-hmm. like, 
yeah it'll be a year in pandemic it's like it's like i'm sorry i don't think january 1 anything is going to change it's going to take a few months so yeah it's going to be about a year i'm like am i going to have a pandemic anniversary it's march 13th <laughs> i'm like i already know my march 13th let me just throw myself a pandemic party <laughs> in my house it'll be over zoom that's what we're gonna do like because mm-hmm. yeah oh. remember when we were all watching tiger king and baking banana bread like wasn't that just like such a sweet little time for us oh sweet summer children we're like what's bird box this year (laughs) i don't know i don't know bird box was but love is blind oh my god yeah then we all watched love is blind then we all watched that um not love island what was the one that was um they all it was like the most convoluted netflix oh we binge watched it in like one day me and my husband i don't know we went through i couldn't get into the circle it wasn't the circle it was the one that they were all oh too hot to handle or something where they were all supposed to be so hot and they couldn't sleep together that was like the twist and they uh, literally couldn't it's at this point that that phase of pandemic has passed if you didn't get into it then there's no no reason mind you i got into summer house i don't know how i got there but (laughs) i got into summer house and below deck sailing yacht (laughs) raven was like oh i'm watching it and then she's like yeah i'm halfway done it's completion i gotta finish it i'm like it's not a bad show it's just I, I felt I don't get seasickness or motion sickness, and I felt motion sickness just watching this watching show it. when it just okay, we're sailing and we're tipping. I'm like, what the hell is going, on? girl? Who's paying for this? Who can I get the yacht? Where is Captain Lee? Where is the stud of the sea? Because I can't do this. This little lot. I'm like, I'm sorry. How much are y'all paying to be on this sailing yacht? I know it's not the same as that yacht. And I don't even get to sleep here. Wait, I think you do sleep on it. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was just like, <laughs> y'all leaning too much for me. Yeah. Uh, now, I guess next week we'll probably see Drew. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll see more of Tanya. It seems like her and Can- Kenya, Portia and Tanya are cool. Yeah. Because Kenya went on the Wendy Williams and said, they not speaking and they're not friends. And I'm like, I feel like you and Portia aren't friends. So how would you know that? Yeah, sorry if you hear this. My daughter is now deciding that right now is the time to make her strike known. I have an announcement. (laughs) I am awake. (laughs) And is she? Oh, she is always awake. I'm like, God, we're going through like a man. This is, you know, just real life shit. But yeah, we're going through a sleep regression. So I have not slept in like three days. So I think I'm extra loopy on this because. Because they have, okay, if there are any parents out there listening, please slide into my DMs. Oh, no, bravo. I need help. Please, like, unsolicited advice, welcome. Because they have, so my two daughters have bedrooms that are, like, right across the hall from each other. Like, okay. so if one of them gets going, then the other one wakes up, and it's, like, back and forth. So you calm one of them down, but then the other one's up, and it's, like, back and forth and back and forth. So. Yeah, just you know, living living the good life over here. <laughs> Not living the good life, living living high on the hog. <laughs> what? Like, oh no. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's get to Potomac so you can mm-hmm. get some sleep. So it is the the finally. Mm-hmm. Not the finale. The finally. It is the finally. Because I swear I am. I can feel the frustration from people who are not team Monique they may be like team Candace or they may be like me I'm team both sides but I'm leaning towards Candace because I don't like liars okay I'm like I don't see I am not blind and I'm not stupid and what you won't do is try to act like I'm stupid who are you gonna believe me or your own eyes my own eyes bitch my own eyes 
Like that's what I believe. So going into this, that people were like, who are all either Team Monique or Team Candace, they're not necessarily budging. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that, and I have a from um, my friend just texted me saying, "You know, Atlanta's back on." I'm like, "Girl, now you know me better than this." I, I have a friend. Name. I love her. She's probably listening to this. She's so supportive, but she's just, she's a casual Bravo watcher. Like there's mm. people like us, like there's two types of people. When you hear somebody says, oh my gosh, you like Bravo. And then you ask like one question, you can kind of gauge which type of Bravo watcher yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. So my, my one friend is like a very casual watcher. Like two days ago, she's like, oh my gosh, did you know that all the Vanderpump rules people are pregnant at the same time? I'm like, mm-hmm, I sure did. But thank you for that newsflash. I love you. <laughs> You know, it's like, it had been years. I've been talking about Atlanta. Then all of a sudden my mother just started watching Atlanta out of the blue. And now she's all in for Potomac. I was like, is she team Candace or is she team Monique? So she is team Monique. Uh-oh. How is Thanksgiving? Very interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanksgiving's fine because I was like, yeah, we can't talk about this no more. But <laughs> We don't talk like, about religion, politics, or Potomac. Potomac it's like, we can't do any of this. Because that's like, I got why she had, like, so she's the one who has always liked Monique and does not like Candace. So I feel like mm-hmm. for me, that's like a Baltimore, that's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan that lives in Pittsburgh. I'm like, well, you live in Pittsburgh. Of course you like the Steelers. Like who am I to tell you not to like them? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I get it. I was just like, I didn't like neither one of them coming into this season. And then the more I watch, I'm like, I don't like being lied to. I was like, so, okay. I feel like something's going on here. Cause w- what am I missing? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't like this. So now we get to the, f- the finally, the finale. And, um, we go into it. We're having a Christmas party. I'm like, oh, that's right. Robin gets engaged. I was like, yeah, something else is big supposed to happen. I'm like, what else is going to happen? Yeah. So we see Karen trying to explain. She's like, I've got my receipts. And as you can see, I am not a liar. I'm like, so Karen, you said out of your face that she wasn't invited. And it was like, Karen, dear, dearest grand dame. Mm-hmm. grown ass ladies don't have to fucking lie for nobody if yeah. Giselle is not you're like if you feel like Janelle is Giselle is below you or you're like I ain't got time I ain't gotta do nothing for Giselle then what the fuck you lying to her for why are you doing this because I would have just told her straight up also about the drinking thing it's like girl why didn't right. you like why are you lying and then like of all people Ashley is like, oh my God, why can't you be honest? Excuse me, you, your main reason why you don't like Candace is that she was questioning you about the drinking that you said you were going to stop. It was like, you yeah. are the last person. I know you're not sitting here. Oh, this is why I'm like, y'all need to leave me alone about the whole Ashley thing. I'm like, she was an asshole before that baby. Now she's an asshole with a baby and a baby on the way. Why are y'all See, doing I, this? I have Ashley amnesia. I do. I do. I like, like I actually had the baby and this whole season, I'm like, oh my gosh, Ashley's like, oh, she's so relatable. I love her journey in motherhood. Like maybe it's just, I was resonating too much with it. And then I had people mm-hmm. like Taria and Real Housewives orders. Like I had people being like screaming at me, like, don't you remember? And like, then <laughs> this, this last couple episodes, I'm like, oh, oh I'm I like, remember. Guys, welcome back to the stage. <laughs> Ashley Darby I'm like this is the Ashley we kept talking about I was sitting here like Ashley is going to do this thing like you want an apology and when you get it you're like 
I'm oh, it's still way, fuck you forever. Statement. I'm like, yeah. wait, then that means because when the whole statement, I was like, oh, okay. But then when she started off with, I am your friend, I was like, Mm-mm. I'd have punched her right in her face. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, I oh my god, I, I choose violence with you. I, I can't even talk to you. I choose violence. I so I had a very I had a unique situation going into this, into this season because mm-hmm. I, again, I think I'm down to about four followers at this point. Just might as well finish <laughs> no, myself off. Um, <laughs> I, not. I was an OG candy gal stan. Me, okay. Real Housewives orders. There's probably one other person. Let me write her down. I'm like, let me see what, what they do. Yeah, there's in probably like one other person in our support group that we liked. I liked Candace. I always thought she was great television from mm-hmm. like, you rarely have a first season housewife that jumps in, meshes with everybody, gets messy, gets their hands dirty. And that was her for me. I also think that she has the potential to go full villain. She's mm-hmm. just always fighting it. And mm-hmm. I thought I got this weird intuition, like going into the season. I was like, I think she's due for a good edit like I just think she's due for it and she had the good edit handed to her on a silver platter and what did she do her little thumbs got tired and tweet 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 like if she had if she didn't have to say anything if she logged off of social media for this Mm. entire season and just let it play out on television Mm. I think that the audience's reception would be much different, but she just shot herself in the foot at every turn with her hateful shit, with her aggressive shit, with just her nasty shit online that like, I think people already have such a blind spot for her because they find her annoying. And where, where, where I get lost in the Candace and Monique thing, because actually my favorite type of housewives fight is when the audience is divided. I would rather Mm, have like, I would rather have banter and like good conversation going Mm -hmm. on in my DMS of like thoughtful, empathetic, like insightful responses to my ideas. Cause I like that. I like that banter back and forth. Like I I actually enjoy that. It's when it starts at the end of every season, it kind of gets to this point where it's like, okay, it's time for the season to be over now because you start to see it turning from empathetic, insightful discussion to like full on, like we're kind of forgetting this is a television show and it becomes like right. personal attacks of like, yeah. oh, you're a team, this person will fuck off. Like mm-hmm. I, that's where I'm like, okay, that's not my vibe. <laughs> like, no, thank you. I don't want yeah. any part of that. Yeah. Cause I, and I think, at, cause I going into the end of after the reunion, I was not a Candace person because I was like it's really hilarious that you're calling Ashley a bed wench and then trying to explain it. I'm like no you're still wrong you should stop mm-hmm. doing that and then when she called her a roach and I was just like so typically darker skinned black women are called roaches not lighter skinned black women so I was like this is very interesting and I was like okay so Candace you need to just stop just just mm-hmm. get off Twitter and then when yeah. the fight happened and then the story leaked then all of a sudden it turned into people just started attacking her because the story was she threw a drink on Monique, who was a fan favorite mm-hmm. to some because I didn't like Monique either because everything that people hate about Candace, Monique do the same damn thing. And I'm like, y'all don't see that she's doing that because who she's lodging against is somebody else that you don't like, Giselle. 
So it was like, I always, yeah, I always I liked, liked so- yeah, I always liked Monique. For me, Monique was always like one essential oil from telling me she had an exciting business opportunity for me. You know, like <laughs> she gave me that kind of vibe where I'm like, yeah. are you going to slide into my DMs and tell me I can be a boss babe? Like, I just, I, <laughs> like, I, I always like, I, I liked it. I think I would get along with Monique in real mm-hmm. life, but I, I, my thing is imagine if you were Candace, this is my like final plea for the, cause I am, yeah. I, I see yeah. empathy for both. I have empathy for both. I'm not, I don't think this is a black and white case. I think that like both were wrong and both were right in different ways. And I can mm-hmm. see both sides, but this is my like plea to the people who are like diehard Monique fans. Imagine you were Candace. Imagine that. Yes. You went into it thinking it was a housewives show. You were going to give them the old razzle dazzle. You were going to give them a housewives fight. You were going to be shady. Mm-hmm. You were going to be messy because mm-hmm. you're filming a television show where you're literally getting paid to be shady to another person mm-hmm. and then it becomes violent mm-hmm. not only does it become violent but then for an entire year you have all of the social media outlets saying that it was your fault when you mm-hmm. know that the hands were put on you first and then at the end of the day not only are the blogs and the instagrams and everybody coming at you but now the very people who are actually present and witness it are telling you that what happened isn't what happened and that you were just as much to blame like that is such a mind fuck and i can only mm-hmm. imagine like i too would have posted notes saying you're okay you're okay you're okay because that Absolutely. is like gas lady as fuck absolutely this that's the in the fandom it was kind of like it was starting to give me Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy tease about how literally anytime anybody other than Lisa Vanderpump tweeted, people descended like locusts. I was like, oh, this is why I'm like, I couldn't get on Twitter when Beverly Hills was on, when Vanderpump was still there. And I'm like, y'all don't see Lisa Vanderpump as the villain she is. That's why she's so good at it. (laughs) It's like, she's so good at it. But I was also on the the team of, why are we not mad at Dorit? I was like, so I'm I've sorry. Always, I'm like, I I've missed always this. Loved, Why are y'all not mad at her? <laughs> I've always loved Dorit, but I honestly, in that fight, I'm like, at the end of the day, um, she dropped off the dog at a kill shelter. Why are we not talking about that? Why are we talking, talking about, about radar like, online? Instead of retarding, retarding, sorry, but returning the dog, you gave it to another you gave it to another family and they took it to a kill shelter. I'm like, so first of all, why are there kill shelters still around? But mm-hmm. you know, that's the, I am not, the, I'm not the governor, so I can't tell you, but I'm just sitting here like, why are we not mad at Dorit? Why is it like, oh my God, I just had to get rid of the dog. So you didn't do it properly. And now we're all mad at Lisa Vanderpump because she's the villain that y'all don't know about because she's so good at it. And now it's like, wait, why are we not mad? I was sitting here like, y'all. And then she had this really good edit last season. I'm like, what the fuck? I love Dorit. I've always loved Dorit. Like, I like, why? I find I'm like, why are you getting the good team? edit? I'm like, I don't like Dorit. She, she got rid of a dog. It's like, I mean, why? Yeah. Or, this is so, the cognitive dissonance for me though. Like I am the biggest dog lover and I still like adore Dorit. I just, I, I don't. Right. You're like, I, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're like, it's like, a dog. <laughs> no, but I, no, I love yeah. dogs, but I just, when it comes to Dorit, I just. You're just like, that, yeah. Like, yeah, she gets it back, but it's like, yeah. like her fashion because her instagram is just like it kills me every day i'm like this is so great i love this so much it's so chaotic i love it ryan bailey and his um 
Facetune Bureau of Investigation. Anytime Dorit posts something and write, I know what's coming. He posted, I'm like, I know what post is coming next. It like, oh, shoot. Let me see what Ryan's doing. Is he available? Is he, he post yet? Mm, let me put him, let me put that bell on so I know exactly what he posted. Um, but don't you kind of think that that's what Karen was trying to pull was the LVP, like behind the scenes thing, mm-hmm. but she was not. Because Karen, I actually thought, like played it I I I believed her when she said she was going to support both women and I mm-hmm. actually thought that one scene she had with Candace where she was like when you messed up I was there for you and I'm going to do the same for Monique like I thought that was a really poignant important mm-hmm. scene and then it's like you made it this far Karen and then you just fell on your face because now you both fumbled. of them are pissed you like, butt fumbled it, yeah, it was you, like you yeah. butt fumbled it because I thought it was really weird that Monique was going out of her way to say how um supportive she was and I'm sitting here like that is because you know better it's like Monique's a lot of things but she ain't all that stupid so no Mm -hmm. she can't shit on the fan favorite from the series so even though your fan favorite is treating you like the side chick because she didn't tell her main chick like yeah try to sneak you around it was like Karen even if that's not your intention I need you to dial it back and realize that's how that looks because you're saying, oh, I told her four, I told you 6.30. So see, hands clean. I'm like, so here's the thing you're forgetting that you called her and said, come at five or 5.15, 5.30. And she just happened to be late. What if Monique was late and she showed up at like 4.45, close to five and all of a sudden can see that and she'd be like, you said she wasn't invited. It wasn't that you didn't say she was coming. You, they said, are you inviting her? No, I wouldn't because y'all don't like that. And see, this is where I don't understand why Karen did that. Cause she's been very upfront the entire mm-hmm. season. She hasn't hid the fact that she's going to stay supporting Monique. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't she have just said, I understand that you guys would feel uncomfortable. There's the law is involved. You guys can't be in the same room. I'm going to have her come early because this is my brand. I want everybody to be that's supportive of this brand. All like that's all do. she had to do. Cause she had already laid the groundwork. She'd already pissed off Candace by saying she's not going to pick a side. So then just say that, but instead yeah. by like having this lie, it's only going to bite you in the ass. Even if you had the purest of intentions, which I'm not sure that she did, but like, let's pretend she just she didn't did. want to know. Yeah. Like, the call sheet is going to be there. They're going to see that Monique was there. there. Ashley Darby, you think Ashley Darby is not going to tell everybody? That Ashley Monique is nobody's was? friend on that show because she had no problem throwing Karen right under the bus because I, I think I was watching the after show and Karen's like, I should have told Ashley. I'm like, yeah, see, I don't think this would have played out the way you thought. <laughs> she still would have covered your ass. She right. would because well, she had no problem telling Monique that, oh, yeah, she said you weren't invited. And Monique's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, see, Monique, you're playing this very smartly. Karen Huger is the fan favorite on that show. I mean, it's it's apparently subjective, well, but yeah, nobody's filming with her. What is she going to do? No. Deny a filming opportunity do? with Karen? The only people that's going to do it is probably at this point Karen and maybe Ashley. Even though Ashley was like, Sharice had nothing to do with the rumors. I'm like, okay, so why are you coming out with this now? It's like this is very interesting the way that y'all are moving, and it's like Karen, you could have just recognized. So when I look at how Candace is reacting to Karen. It makes, see, this is why it's like going back to watch this is like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. So when Ashley was attacking Karen in that car in season three, Monique was laughing and chuckling. Candace said, leave Karen alone. She made, so for what I've noticed with Candace is like, she'll have a clear side. And mm-hmm. if you are her friend, she will be on your side. And then she's yeah. watching the two people that can, can aren't, 
on their side and it's it's rotating around Ashley because Monique did it to her and now Karen is the I was like and I felt for Candace again, like, and I, I'm, I want to make it clear. Like I also felt, I feel for Monique and I understand mm-hmm. where she's coming from too. Yeah. Like I, that therapy scene of Monique, like that was a lot. And that was like, I, I, I shed, like I was getting teary eyed. Like I understand her pain. I understand where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. I wish that she had the ability to then go in a confessional and just say, I made a mistake full stop and not like continue saying, you know, but I was defending my, like, it just makes it like, it makes all of that important stuff that came out in the therapy just mean nothing if you're not going to like make any changes but Mm -hmm. with Candace the thing that I really resonates with me is I always think that she has viewed Karen as that like surrogate mother figure because she Mm -hmm. has my personal biggest trigger on Bravo Dorothy the human equivalent of like a thumbtack in the toe like I I, the woman is just I had no idea her wedding was at the beginning of the season I'm like Oh shit, is at the beginning? I thought it was like in the midpoint or towards the end. I'm like, oh, we're starting the season with this. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, she is. So I think that she really viewed Karen as this like really important relationship to her. Mm-hmm. And now for her to realize, like, oh, maybe Karen didn't view me that way. And I think yeah. Candace, unfortunately, like her go-to thing is to be vicious when she's hurt. And yeah. so rather than just being like, I'm so, my feelings are so hurt, Karen, she's going to be just vile at the reunion. I can just feel it in my bones towards Can or towards Karen. Yeah. And I'm just, and it's going to sound bad, but Karen's going to have this coming because it's like, you can't sit here and say you've been a stellar friend. I'm like, no, stellar friend does not lie to me in my face. That mm-hmm. is not stellar friend. Stel- or, or, or at the most, pull her aside and say, I, you know, I'm having this party. I'm going to bring it up to the group. I'm letting you know, because mm-hmm. one, that whole one, it shouldn't have came from Robin, but I feel like it's weird that everybody else is asking if Monique is coming and not Candace. And she's the one that got actually assaulted by mm-hmm. Monique. It's like, she should be the one. Cause what I have a feeling that like she finds out that she's not coming. She's like, okay, then I won't be there. And yeah. it's not that I don't support you. It's just like, no, I'm just not going to be there. Cause yeah. Giselle wasn't there. It had nothing to do with Monique or Candace or anybody. She was like, no, your, your person is a piece of shit. And he was like, y'all keep my name out your mind. I'm like, why are you acting like you didn't talk about her? So this is so weird to me. I mean, honestly, they need Sir. to pull up another, they need to pull up another chair at the reunion. That's just like, Twitter. Please, Twitter just like, needs can, to be can another. Just, just let it scroll. Cause I'm sitting here like you, you're acting like she, had, so she should just put up with it. I'm like, it's like, girl, what you doing? And I did feel bad for Monique because I was like, oh, we're yeah. going to hear something. So when she was talking about being the only black child in an all white school and not feeling like you belonged, and I was like, yeah, I can feel that. This is where I got off on the train. You had no problem if Candace did not apologize to Ashley. You would have been fine with her being iced out. You would have been fine with it. And it's like. So while I hear you, that's it, it makes me think about how she's acting with this group of women. Because the person that clocked her as a social climbing opportunist was Sharice. She clocked that real quick. It's like, oh, so you're not really my friend. You just want to use me as a step stool. She's like, oh my God, why would you think that? And it's like, she has several reasons to think that, but that's fine. <laughs> it's like, okay, you don't, you don't understand why. That's fine. That's fine. So it's like, I get her wanting to belong and that so because she 
seemingly has busted her ass to get to a place where she has you know a fluent lifestyle she's in different rooms she she has the life that a lot of people want and to I see mean, somebody fish tank, like, I would live in that fish, fish hello? tank that she has. I'm like I like the lake house I'm like I know y'all <laughs> don't like the lake house there's no um service I'm sorry there's peace and quiet that's all I thought mm-hmm. I'm like peace mm-hmm. and quiet silence so to watch her say that I don't care that Giselle doesn't like me I'm like so I can tell you baby you're full of shit you you it really bothers you because you're like I'm at this point and for somebody like a Giselle to just go that doesn't impress me now what else you got and it's like you don't like me what's wrong I am I'm the shit and her pastor clocked that on her it's like if people don't like you you have a big problem with that mm-hmm. and you're just like say oh no I don't care what Giselle's things I'm like you do though but honestly and I like Giselle you should actually pay her dust it's like girl you See, this is like, if your home is happy and your life is happy, why the fuck do you care about what Giselle Bryant thinks? Mm-hmm. It's like, why do you care? It's like, yeah. you care. Stop lying. And for then you're getting your, um, like someone to flat out ask you if you're remorseful. I am remorseful for my actions, but I was defending myself. And that is when you saw a lot of people just go, yep, done. I I mean, I, she had me for a minute. She had me there and she's had me a couple different times. And the thing Mm. about Monique is like, I actually find her the most likable when she's not trying to be perfect. Like I find her so relatable when she is being honest about the things that she is insecure about or the things Mm. that she's struggling with or the things that she is not happy with because I'm like, oh, you're stunning. You're perfect. You have this great family. You've got this beautiful husband and baby and family and fish tank and houses and all of this. And like, but like you still struggle too, you know, I'm yeah. going to keep going back to that fish tank. That fish tank, is, it really is goals. I'm not even going to lie. So I'm like, no, it's like, that's I literally, I will, I will, I will. Not that bird that though. Like tank, girl, yeah. you can keep that potty training bird that you have. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, well, that's where actually, if I'm being honest, that's where my, uh, team Candace allegiance started at the top of the season when she had that bird potty trained and I had a two-year-old looking at me in the eye and just peeing on the floor in defiance like <laughs> you're like you like that's it fuck that bird like, fuck that bird no but but <laughs> I thought that therapy scene was so and and also that scene with her pastor like there have been mm-hmm. these glimmers of like oh okay I see I it. like I see what's happening I, like, I get it there it is I'm there like, it is and there then, it is but then she doesn't have the ability to just like sit in that vulnerability for mm-hmm. a minute to she just can't. sit in that uncomfortable feeling of like shit I'm not perfect and mm-hmm. having one confessional where she looks into the camera and she says I fucked up I fucked up and I feel it. terrible and I wish that I had reacted differently. And and she can still say I, things are never going to be the same with Candace. Candace pushed me to my brink. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I was to pu- pushed to a point of no return, but there's nothing wrong with saying me and Candace are never going to be friends. I don't fuck with her anymore. And yeah. still saying, I am so I sorry am for my yeah. actions and I'm wrong and I want to do better. But she like literally can't, she mm-hmm. isn't at this point in time and hopefully at the reunion we'll see it but i kind of don't think so I like don't i think she's going to i just don't think she's comfortable enough just sitting with the fact that she's not perfect right because i think even the the way that the fight happened is based around 
you wanting to seem perfect on the show. You want to control the reality that we see. And I'm like, sometimes that's not, see, this is you, Monique, you've been on this show a little too long. I mean, it's only been three seasons, but that's not the point. It's like, well, four seasons at this point. Mm-hmm. You, you've been here for a little while you know for a fact you try to keep shit secret it's going to come out on the show which yeah. is why mary cosby is like no let me put all this shit out okay <laughs> let me tell y'all everything i'm gonna be looking a little real loopy i'm like i don't know how the internet works and i'm gonna look like a loofah but still i'm like <laughs> you know she's gonna put it all out i'm like can't like Monique, you can't control this. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like you hit Candace, not because she did like something out of the way. She didn't because y'all were going back and forth. This wasn't like she got in your face and tried to jump in your face. Cause when I think about the near violence, you say you are pregnant. I'm like, this is a red flag that this woman don't care if you are pregnant with your rainbow baby. And you're saying, I will drag you pregnant and all. I'm like, okay, so see this ain't, but this ain't the person you want to deal with because she ready to fight you pregnant. No, 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 no. You don't want to mess with somebody like that because she's crazy. So then when I think about her and Robin, it's like, this is, I must have missed this part and I blanked out it, which is why it's like, that's why I like Potomac because their scenes are full of a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I forgot the part where Monique said, they were arguing far away. Monique says, come say that shit in my face. Oh, okay. And Robin walked right up and said, oh, I'm in your face. What are you going to do? Yeah. But Robin is the one. Robin, and I have said this. Beat your ass. I'm like, you better leave. I'm like, I am from Baltimore. So it's Robin. We will beat your ass. I'm like, see, we're not going to start no fight, but we will finish it. Please don't test me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, because Robin's about to beat Ashley's ass too. See, that was the fight that I wanted to see. She's like, it ain't all these damn cameras on Ryan. I beat her ass. I'm like, See, she has a reason to beat your ass, Ashley. She has a reason to beat your ass. It's like, I, yeah, mm. I just, I, you're I just, just mad. I need Monique to just be honest and say, I'm, there's a lot of shit going on in my life and I am mad. You can't sit in front of that pastor, that man of God and cry and say, she didn't deserve that. You can't say it to Ashley. And then we at the finale, you going, I was defending myself, but you told your pastor that what happened, she didn't deserve. Which one is it, Monique? And this is where Monique lost me the first time was when the fact that up until the fight, she mm-hmm. was saying that the wine came and she reacted and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, clearly you had the footage, you know, it's, you know it's one what thing, happened. it's one thing. And I've been in situations where things happen and everything's happening so quick, your adrenaline's going and like, you don't quite have the pieces all together. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get in the moment if she's thinking, okay, I felt a nudge, there was wine. And then I just reacted. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You blacked out, you blanked out, whatever. I don't know if somebody who's blacked out rage would then like calm themselves down enough to be able to like sprint after somebody, but that's neither here nor there, Mm. but you have the footage to know what actually happened. So then for you to be like perpetrating this narrative that you were responding in defending yourself when also like, I'm sorry, Candace is a lot of things. Is she going to like, if it came to blows, are you ever defending yourself against Candace? Like like, um, she's somebody that's going to be like, "Ah, ah." (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing. It is like, it's really interesting to watch people try to apply hood rules to Candace. Candace ain't from the hood, so she don't know these rules. Because one, I'm looking at it like, so I've been in the hood a little bit. You flip my head, that means you're ready to fight. 
Because one, this is how I know Candace didn't want to fight. She ain't walk around that table. She really wanted to fight. She'd have got in her goddamn face. And it's like, you want to stop or been like, stop touching me. Stop touching me. And it's like, she wasn't have- ready. And then when they got separated, she ain't trying to beat her ass. She was just standing there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, y'all better get off me. Y'all better get her away from me because I'm going to beat her ass. None of that happens. That's not candid. So you can't apply hood rules to somebody who's never been there. That's like trying to apply me to farm rules. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. It's like, I don't know farm. We got to get this up by sunrise. Okay, well, I know. I don't know crows waking my ass up. I had the best comment. Um, and it's actually from somebody who was team Monique, but the, the way that they phrase this, like I was just cackling to myself. They said, Candace was playing private public school. No, let me, let me make sure I get this right. <laughs> Candace is a private school girl playing public school games. Like she was running her mouth. She was playing her games. Like she was mm-hmm. going to go back and forth. She was twirling. She was doing the twirl in your cheetah print. She was not expecting it to get to violence. violence. And I understand. And yes, Candace is extra and all that. I don't think that that means that she's not capable of being traumatized. And I think that we need to stop thinking that everybody's threshold of trauma is the same. Yeah. Like I believe that she went into this thinking it was a housewife's, you know, She's right. gonna give the best housewives fight. She's gonna make that trailer. Just She's gonna be arguing that they've you know, been doing all season. All, it's literally what they are paid for. Like in right. real life, if there was not cameras, yes, then maybe her going back and forth. I, I I'm never a proponent of somebody's like asking for it, yeah, but I no. understand somebody being pushed to a breaking point, and I just. I, I mean, at no. the end of the day, like Candace was never asking for a fight. And I hate the butter knife thing. I hate that. Oh, it drives because- me nuts. Cause I'm like, y'all, you know what? Y'all are really funny. Cause you are acting like somebody like Ashley could talk cash shit to you in your home. <laughs> it's like, you ask her to leave one, and she don't leave. I'm like, okay. I'm, I, see, I'd have been like, Chris, get her the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. So y'all acting like. She is not within him. Like she threw, she, she, someone said, pull the butter knife. I'm like, it was on the table. She had it as a microphone. Then she started tapping. And then she was like, get out of my house. She was like, you not, she was literally, I feel like you she put a dent. Ta- you not talking about my mother in my home. And I'm like, see, this is Candace. You better than me. Cause I'm like, I know this bitch is not talking about my mother. This is my mother's house. I'm like, your husband bought your mother a house. You can shut the entire fuck up. Like she, he pays your mama's mortgage. He does. I split the mortgage with my mother. And also I come from generational wealth. I know you not talking. You dirty raggedy bitch. I'm like, it's so much you can say with Ashley. And like, and she tries it. I'm like, why are you acting like she's coming out of her face with nothing? I'm like, you better than me. Cause I told you to get the fuck out. Y'all acting like y'all want to beat her ass. Oh, I would have. I'm like, I told you I'd have grabbed her by her little puff on her head and said, get the fuck out of my house. I told you to leave. She was not scared because she came back in twice. So please spare me with this fucking butter knife. And I think the thing with the butter knife, I mean, Taria, my, um, my Bravo lawyer, my, my, <laughs> it's like, excuse me, I need you to talk to my lawyer. She will DM you just like Candace's lawyer. Hello, I'm Stephanie's lawyer. So let me just tell you. So episode three, <laughs> no, but, she, but she made the good point. And I, and again, I'm, I am both sides. I see both sides, but in mm-hmm. this particular argument, you cannot bring up the butter knife without also bringing up the umbrella. If we're going to go tit for tat, if we're going to look the at umbrella. the history, then there 
are two sides of the story. And I'm personally saying, I don't think any women, either one of the women have a quote unquote history of violence of no. a history of aggressive behavior. I think they have a history of being on a housewives show. Like right. at any point, any of them could like roll the footage and there can be like, you know, that's literally they're paid to be confrontational. And this is just an unfortunate thing because I think it got to a place it didn't need to get to. Like, of course mm -hmm. it didn't need to get to violence. And then I think if Monique hadn't had to take the time to apologize or could have just said, Hey, I need time to myself. I'm going to get there. Like just take a or minute. Or at least communicate with her. I mean, this is almost a month after it happened so that I she can, pressed charges. Yeah. And then Candace pressing charges elevated it. I understand her being like, okay, so I'm not going to get an apology. I'm going to get something like out of here. Now, mm -hmm. do I need, do I think that she needed to like pursue it to the fullest extent of the law? Like she said, no, no of course not. But that's, that's the other thing. This, this is when you know that laws are so different everywhere else. Because mm -hmm. one, it's like second degree assault is a misdemeanor. I was like, she ain't going to get no time. And then you look it up. It's like, wait, why does a misdemeanor have five to 10 years of jail time? I'm like, what? It's like, yeah. it's a misdemeanor. It's like, this is crazy. But she's also... First time offense, she's in a, like, she's in a well-to-do, she's a upstanding pillar of the community, nothing is going to happen. And I like how people are like, oh, that's because they could see the fault. I'm like, it's also because this is the housewives. They can't put this in the court. There is like, this is not the first time someone's pressed charges against another housewife and they always make it think, go away. I didn't think it was allowed to press so they charges. can't they can't sue each other which is why vicky had to like drop her suit against kelly dodd for <laughs> the reunion they couldn't do that it's like we so we can't do this because mm -hmm. i mean hello portia got charges pressed by her on by kenya no one told kenya she was wrong so that's the part that i'm like y'all being super weird about this because no one told kenya that she was wrong to press charges you actually kind of figured she would because they're not friends this is different these two people were friends mm -hmm. and this was not the same thing as Portia because literally it was like she kept putting stuff in her face she threw that scepter so that should have been your clue right. to leave her alone and it's like these two were Monique and Candace were arguing and Monique wants to be like I want to see clear fault I'm like yeah so it's not as clear which is probably also the reason why I got dropped it's not that clear it's like right so it feels like it's like semantics somewhere in there. And it's like, but you're still not owning your part. So everybody's yeah, like, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, and I just think the thing that's like not, that's getting lost in all of this is actually that it's super sad that like they could have been, they were friends, even if neither of them will admit it, there was yeah. real love lost there. And I actually think the two of them could have been really good for each other in a friendship. Yeah. Like I think that, that Candace is authentically herself, good or bad. And I think that yeah. would be so refreshing for Monique to hang out with and see somebody who's like authentically themselves, messy, and good, bad, ugly. Fun. And that's and the thing, fun. Her, Monique and her seem very very fun and then and Monique like, the could have talked sucks. yeah and then Monique could have talked Candace about like reeling it back in and like thinking before you you know like there are things that they could have learned from each other but unfortunately and, it and just that got... is the bad part because one Monique is the one who encouraged Candace to go after Sharice and Giselle mm -hmm. mostly Sharice and it was like y'all encouraged that I'm like y'all liked her mouth when she was defending you but the minute yeah. it stopped it's like oh your mouth is a problem I'm like so either it's a problem or it's not. It's like, oh, it's fine when she's defending y'all asses, but it's not when she's like, why are you treating me this way? It's like, yeah, it's just a mess. And it's, like, just, it's just terrible. I'm ugh. like, these are, I don't think either one of these women are not irredeemable because I think one, 
that defensiveness that Monique is doing about this, she's always done it. She mm-hmm. has always done it. You invited Robin into your home for a party. You wanted to sit down and talk to her about, you know, the your brother's IG page. I just want to see what's going on. You didn't like Robin's answer. Well, I ain't got time for this. I got a party to go to. I'm like, you, you engaged me, ma'am. I was not going to bring this up to you. Because <laughs> Robin's yeah. like, I'm not going to bring this up. This is her home. I'm not going to bring up at a party. And here you go. And it's like, Monique's always done this defensive thing, and I'm like, and it's probably has to do with what she brought up in her um, in her in her um counseling session about like always being on guard because of you know not having to fight to be in, fit in. So it's like I I see it. I'm like, baby, I'm a black girl too. I see why you're like this, but baby, I need you to get into real therapy. You're gonna need a few years. I would say about four that you need to actually get into and actually deal with your shit without blaming somebody else you hitting candace has nothing to do with candace and everything to do with you and the minute you find that out is when you'll see your breakthrough but sorry giselle does not need to like you candace did not make you put your hands on her mm-hmm. you did that this is a choice you made a choice you are not going to stay here and actually say you need to care more about my kids than I do. I'm sorry, sweetheart. If you have more to lose, why are you making this choice? Putting your hands on her is a choice. It's not a choice you should have made. It's not a choice that I'm going to be like overly judgmental with you about because I understand about snapping. Because yeah. I saw the moment when she was like, I blacked out. People were like, I don't think she blacked out. I'm like, oh, she did. It was the minute was she was darkness, standing there. There was a darkness was like, in her eyes gone. that was like, whoosh. Yeah, it was she like was not... when she was standing there holding Candace's hair and not moving, it's like, and she was like, let me go. I'm like, okay, she's gone. I just, mm-hmm. That's the moment that she blacked out. Yeah. She yeah. was gone. There was nothing that y'all could have said. I'm like, she's not even trying to do anything. She's just standing there holding her hair. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, she's gone. And it's like, you can come back from this. You really can, but it requires you to be a little bit more humble. And baby, she ain't doing it. Especially because like, she is a fan favorite. She has people in her corner who are mm-hmm. going to love her unconditionally, who are going to actually probably respect her journey more. And then there are people like me who, like, I'm not necessarily a Monique stan, but I get it. I see mm-hmm. her. Like, I might not get it fully. Like, I'm yeah. a white girl, but like, I get her. <laughs> I get her. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, I get her. I see her. Like, I, yeah. I understand what yeah. it's like to like want to be so bottled up and perfect and like portray a certain image. And it's so important for this. And like, I I resonate with that. I get it. And I understand what it's like to like snap and be like mortified and be like, fuck, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I, and I there had was it. no fuck moment for her. She wasn't right. like, fuck, I messed up. It's like, I can't believe she took me there. I'm like, yeah. So that means you are Pinocchio. You are a puppet. If she can guide you anywhere, baby, no, you a lot stronger than that. And it's like, I get that you got to have that reputation. You're a black woman. You are in these rooms that are majority white. You live in Potomac. Potomac is very white. And I think people keep forgetting that because this is a black franchise. I'm like, Potomac's a very white city, guys. No, I, 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 remember when Pato- I remember when Potomac kids, you know, I'm a Maryland girl too. I remember right, when they, they, announced, like, they announced Potomac and I was like, okay, mm, that's all very right. Interesting. Like, even with Atlanta, they introduced it with Kim Zolciak. And I'm like, but Atlanta's a very black city. And then all of a sudden she left, but it wasn't instant. They did it with Mary to Madison too. They had Kari. And I'm just like, it's very interesting. Why do you, why? But so now Potomac is like 
the first all black initial cast and, and it's i think just like, people Ooh. obviously like the whole like joke of it was like what's potomac who where is potomac, like, where's potomac so Maryland? i I'm think like, people assume a certain thing about potomac and then you know so i yeah it is a very white area like it, mm-hmm. it, it so i can understand if she is like considering herself to be like the only or one of the only black people in a room and and having that extra pressure we had that whole Mm -hmm. conversation of like interesting though that the two um white bald men on the cast went at it and nobody's saying that they're a disgrace to white men everywhere um, why are we not having this discussion about how (laughs) mickey darby can't go nowhere without causing a scene Mm-hmm. It's like why? Why are we not having this conversation that the two black men has to calm him down? And I think a lot of people missed when Wendy said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, like, honey, you can't get involved in this. You're not white. Come on over here. Uh, uh-uh. uh." Mm-hmm. Everybody thought she was talking about his clothes. No, she was talking about the fact that yeah, these two white men can get out the gate. You cannot. Juan, you cannot do it either, baby. We didn't see Ray. Raymond was nowhere around. Mm-hmm. he was like nope we're not doing this karen said grab your coat we're above this right? i was like yeah so it's kind of like so when people were like talking about what wendy said i'm like you do realize karen she negated it on twitter but she didn't negate it in wendy's face because she didn't disagree but you know she's like let me just say i'm like so bitch why you ain't say that in the goddamn room why didn't you say okay so maybe we'll dial it back with the black woman thing i get what you're saying but this is just about monique because monique don't represent everybody and that's not fair to monique she don't represent all black women because there's no possible way but that whole reputation that i gotta remain poised that is the plight of black women in corporate america it's like i can't if i do anything i raise my voice at all I'm the angry black woman. If I'm doing fighting, I'm always going to be the aggressive fighty black woman. And that's something that honestly Monique needs to get delivered from. I'm like, baby, you can do everything right. Never lay a hand on someone and someone's still going to hate you because you're black. It's like, so Monique, you should be better than this. And I'm like, I'm just, just disappointed. I'm like, it's going to take her some time. You've had a whole fucking year. Yeah. You should be at this place of I can just apologize and say I'm owning my part instead of she need to understand that she don't need to push people I'm like so first of all you don't think you telling her that your friendship is a facade she is dust behind me we were never real friends you don't think you went too far because you I'm sorry you started that physical fight and you started that that verbal fight too you could have just let her little toast even if you feel like you wanted to be shady in your little thought bubble you ain't had to say nothing. Oh, you love me now because you got some liquor in you. She's been doing that the whole damn season. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, stop. And, I, and she I walks actually, away. I thought the twirling and stuff, like I, I thought funny. that was, it I was, was like, funny. Oh, we're fine. I was laughing and I thought, and like twirl with your cheetah print and she's like twirling. Twirl. Like right. I almost she thought that it was like, oh, we're, we're bringing shady. It was being fun. I thought it was something like that I would have done to kind of be like, cause I'm like the class clown, right? Like my, my right. role in the group is like, if I feel tension, I'm going to like, Hey, look over here. It's fine. Right. Like, I, I almost thought that was her trying to like cut tension a little right. bit. Right. And I, and I, I, it worries me when I see the previews of the finale that mm-hmm. Monique is coming with the binder. Cause I'm like, that does it's not gonna scream. It's going to be all full off with Jamal. Yeah, but it's it's like that for me that doesn't scream I've done a bunch of work and I'm ready to apologize that and recognize That screams sociopath. My, that screams like I I'm, like, I'm I know that I can't win with Candace, so I'm going to drop a bomb over here and let the right. ashes fall while I just sit back. I also like I would love to see this exact same cast next season. And I know mm. that there are rumors that Monique is going to leave and Candace is going to be fired and we're going to be like all like, new. But I, I 
want it to be the same. I kind of wanted. I want. I honestly, I do too. I don't think anybody needs to be fired. I feel like if Monique doesn't come back, it's going to be her choice. It's not going to be Bravo's choice. She's going to be like, I'm. I'm. I don't need this. this I have four homes. Yeah, Yeah, like you don't. And it's like I want you to get here. So I have a. Excuse me. This is a hot take about Dorothy because a lot of people are talking about like, oh my god, they're in such good space. I'm like, I have a hot take. Dorothy didn't like Monique. She's never liked Monique. So she's actually fine with this, which is why she's like, mm-hmm, get her the fuck out of here. I don't think Dorothy ever liked her. And I was this, like, this is my hot take about Dorothy in that codependent mess of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Dorothy, I'm not exaggerating, is my biggest trigger on Bravo. She is the human equivalent of stubbing your toe in the middle of the night. Like the woman is makes my blood pressure rise. I think it's partly mm-hmm. because she's a therapist, partly because she is just like, I, I cannot imagine I, like anything that Candace does. I'm like, yeah, you had Dorothy as a mother. I, and I understand why you might be a little bit like, like looking at it. I can understand why she gets, she, she gets from what Kelly Dodd thinks she's doing. If you throw a, um, yeah knife i'm gonna throw a nuke that is actually what candace does but right. i think it's mostly because i can't talk back to my mother so if you think i'm gonna take some bullshit from you you have another thing coming it was and like she's I been gaslit her whole life her mom her is whole a life so she's probably been told all the things what, like you're wrong. wrong you need to get yeah. your shit together i'm like you're my mother you raised me what are you doing so this is my thought about Dorothy. I think that basically this whole situation pushed Candace back into Dorothy's arms, that Candace mm-hmm. was starting to grow some independence. She was starting to foster her own. She was starting to spread her wings. She was starting to develop these relationships. She had this relationship with Karen. She had these like healthy um, female friendships that maybe she could talk openly about like yep. what's actually going on that started shining a light on what some things was wrong are. with Dorothy. Right. And then all of this happened. Basically, Candace had the rug ripped from under her every mm-hmm. single relationship. Mm-hmm. She had it again and again, first mm-hmm. with Monique, then with the rest of the group, now with Karen. And so then she's pushed back into Dorothy's arms. And Dorothy was gleeful in that scene of like, I'm in, and then she's like joking about kidnapping her grandchild. And I'm like, Dorothy's not kidding. She's going to kidnap She's that probably child. not kidding. I'm like, <laughs> oh, she was like, because even, because you saw her on, I think Thanksgiving and how, I was like, it's like two different people. It's like, mm-hmm. this is so interesting. And it's, and I think it's mostly because that is not Dorothy's house. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I really, she really, I can't, that was the other thing. I can't hold, I can just sell this house right up from under you. She can't hold that on her no more. So mm-hmm. she got to be like, oh, she really is adult in my eyes now, even though it's like, so what'd you give her the house for? If you were just going to hold it, I'm like, girl, it's like, she now has a husband who, by the way, Chris Bassett is literally Chris number one on that show for me. Because the way that he said, you can talk to your wife any way you want. You will not talk to mine that way. I'm like, oh, wow. I I mean, that song, that's my type. That's my type. He's right? bald. He's, he's bald. Like, come on, Chris. Supportive. Come on, Chris. This is the thing. First of all, it must be said, I hope that he sought medical care for the brown dick. That's not normal. He needed to see a medical professional about that. I hope he got that sorted out. I will never stop thinking about his brown penis. He's like, I 
feel like that's wrong. I feel like you should go to the doctor. <laughs> but go I, to the doctor. I think that this is what makes him actually an excellent house husband is that mm-hmm. he always lets Candace fight her own battles. He is never getting involved like without needing yeah. to. And the only time he ever does is to protect her of like, okay, what we're not going to do is go after Ashley. I'm going to sit on you. It's going to be fine. Right. They're like, don't, don't, don't go too far. Don't go but too far. But he always lets her fight his, like they're over there having a finale fight. This is what her job is. She's having the finale fight over here. And, and, like, he's, at, and he's at wait, the bar. The, this is our scene. What are you doing? What, yeah, like what, he's, what? he's at the bar because he's like, okay, cool. She's earning her, that paycheck. She's going to do what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I, again, can only imagine what the past couple months have been like for him as a supportive spouse, as somebody mm-hmm. who supports and his he was wife. Very, very so he was very, very supportive. It was just like, because he didn't just, it wasn't Chris Samuels going, that's embarrassing. He was like, giving her tea the next day. Are you okay? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. It's like checking in with her on the cast trip. Right. Giving, saying, like, don't like, worry about it. Like, so different. And I'm like, he really, because I was like, before I was like, I don't know. And then you just seeing him going, no, he really does love her. And he actually does care about her. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, I'm kind of glad she has Chris in her life because I feel like if yes. she was single, this would be a whole lot different. She probably would go somewhere a little bit more downward spiral. And I think it's like he's really grounding for her. Like he's I think really, he's really, really good, good for her. He really and is. I and I I know what this says about me. I've said this before. I see myself like my relationship with my husband, who I call Dr. Bald, like we are very, our dynamic is very similar to Candace and Chris. Like, whereas like he will sit there and be like, oh shit, she's had her third tequila. Where's the night going to go? But like, he's very supportive. He like, you're not a tequila Katie, are you? (laughs) I'm not a tequila Katie, but I, I, I'm, I'm more of a Karen. It's like, what the hell is going to come out of my mouth? But no, but, but he's like, he's supportive of me and he loves me unconditionally. He knows I can handle my own, but like, I can only imagine if, Fucking he'll see your breaking point and go okay so if michael darby came up to him at a bar and tried to talk shit about me he'd be like excuse me sir what the fuck Gollum, you sit yourself down go back to mordor can we not call him michael dobby someone said can we call him dobby no 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 we like dobby we don't (laughs) like Gollum. we're not doing dobby it's not (laughs) michael dobby ever ever i'm like no because we like dobby what the hell how dare you curse him elf how dare you no first of all fuck you second of all how dare you you will not <laughs> rest in peace dobby oh god i'm sorry it was like I, I just and i didn't realize this until someone pointed it out that party was the first time they had been in the same room since the reunion so it's like michael don't fuck with you and chris don't damn sure don't fuck with you so you running up to him like y'all have had some sort of conversation been in the same room he was like i know you better get the fuck out of my face get and, the fuck away from me and i find it so interesting to see the people that are going to have the narrative of this person's right and this person's wrong of like haha we caught him see he's, he's violent like, too and i'm like these are completely two different situations two different things and, and he did i'm not sorry hit her he did not hit him and and when he was asked to leave he left he didn't cause a scene it was he did not it was Gollum Darby who then was going and picking fights with other people mm-hmm. in there like I, I just think I I can only imagine like put yourself in his shoes that for months for for months he's had his mm-hmm. wife be torn apart on social media in the blogs in this in that mm-hmm. and now like you're just trying to get through this reunion. You're trying to be there for your wife. You're trying to stay the fuck out of it. And sorry, I'm cursing so much, but like it is what oh, it we is. Cuss but like, here. 
but like, <laughs> but he's just trying to stay out of it, get through the night. Mm-hmm. It, the light is at the end of the tunnel. This has been so like this, traumatic for your family. You know done. that they are like talking about this every night. He's like living this. He's trying to be strong for his wife. And then mm-hmm. this fucking bridge troll comes up to him to be like, you better control your wife. Right. Like I can imagine in that moment oh, I, being I'm like, sorry. Nope, I'm, nope, I'm, and that's he's better it. than me because I think I would have punched him. And it's so interesting when he's like, oh, you're touching you, you touch me. I'm like, baby, I know Juan Dixon is fine. So I get it. But Juan <laughs> Dixon manhandled you a lot more mm-hmm. than Chris Bassett even came near you. That man was like holding you and holding, try to get in your face, not get in your face, but try to hold you back. Like relax, calm down. So why are you like, you're like, I'm going to put you in jail. I'm like, that is hilarious coming from you. I'm like you, that we actually have video proof that you touch somebody without them wanting. And do you try to make it seem like, oh, y'all trying to make this up and trying to put me in jail. And the first thing that Chris is like, I'm going to have you in jail. I'm like, and then here come, here come Scrappy Doo with the pony. I'm like, see, this is the second time that you have walked into a fight. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You're going to open your mouth. And they came at Candace, here you go pointing your finger in her face and Chris's face. Y'all better than see. Nope, let them white people fight. Nope, get the Chris's. Chris gonna beat his ass. Go right ahead. He's drunk. It's fine. Let him beat his ass. Let the white people fight. I'm not doing this with you. It's like, first of all, somebody need to punch Mickey Darby right in his face. And then you're only mad at him for you're embarrassing me in front of production. I'm like, girl, he caused three scenes tonight this is your and you went on vacation the next day and you're having baby number two girl you're not all that that this was from december did you hear that horror music that they put on that like i was like girl i cannot i you know what i need i need a show about the production on potomac so we can hear what they think and what what must happen that doesn't air if this is the stuff that does oh you see more of the producers in their after show. I'm like, see, yeah, I need y'all to have your own show. Carlos, Carlos King, hello. Can you come over here and interview them, then have them own reality producers? I would love it. Actually, no, screw that. Um, excuse me. Um, is is are any uh Potomac producers listening? Would you like to come on Mocha Minute? Stephanie can interview you. Let's oh, get I the have tea. so many questions. I'm like, girl, it's not <laughs> like you just go. What? And it's like, mind you, we got the two, the two white dudes fighting, and then you got Karen versus Candace. And Candace is like emotional, like, Karen, how are you both sizing this? And the thing about this is like, this is the same Karen who told Robin that she shouldn't both size this when Sharice and Giselle were going and they were like going back and forth. And she flat out told Giselle to her face, I agree with Sharice. And Giselle was like, okay. Cause she realizes like, I'm, they actually are friends. So for mm-hmm. Karen to go, I don't have to pick a side. That's not what you told Robin. You you give advice, you don't follow it. And the thing about this, I know why she's frustrated because blindly, anytime that Karen had an issue with somebody, Candace mm-hmm. took her side. It didn't matter. She was just like, I really, I'm your friend. It's like, you're more of a loyal friend Candace is a more loyal friend to Karen than she is to Candace. I don't think she's a terrible friend. Right. So I think she gives good advice, but she don't always follow through because there's no way you, like can't Karen, you can word this differently. Having Monique in your house, of course that's going to hurt. Because if she had just said, let me just be very clear. If you had asked me to do this, I would have said yes to you too. 
Mm-hmm. Don't, I'm like, I, I'm in the middle because I love you and Monique. So this is not me saying Monique is more right, but that's not what she said. I'm like, baby, yeah, you could and have then there's that whole thing. That then Karen's like, you're going to see the truth. And it has to do with Candace using the word released. I don't understand. I actually, in I don't know if I'm dumb I was or like, it just doesn't make sense. You didn't realize she like, just said in self-defense, what's the truth here? You were there. Why are you acting like you weren't there? And you're like, that's, I had the truth. I'm like, but you were there. And, and that's I, what I, I understood Candace getting elevated about that of being like, what truth do you need to like no, come out? You're you not Ashley. Ashley yeah. wasn't there. You were. Why are you acting mm-hmm. like you didn't see it? I saw another video, of, I think yesterday, when I noticed something that I didn't notice before. Wendy did try to break them up, but it was too late. She had already grabbed her hair. She was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what are we doing? So it was like, hey, I missed this part. Because Wendy was like, hmm, no. It's <laughs> like, we're not fighting, ladies. Please stop pulling her hair. Yeah. It's like, but she, I don't even know. I'm like, Karen, I don't think you're a terrible friend to her, but you're, you weren't a good friend. Cause it's like, you don't, cause you're not listening to why she's upset. And because Monique is just rubber stamping you because, well, she knows better. Right. It's like, you're a fan favorite. I can't go against you because nobody has dispelled. My hypothesis is that if for, in some upside down world, Monique and Karen got into a physical fight and she had hit Karen, nobody would be team Monique ever they'd be like how dare you you violent piece of shit how dare you hit karen Mm -hmm. and it's like nobody's like that's not no one told me oh that's not true i'm like yeah let her hit karen you know what's so interesting so i do my polls every week in my stories and one of the questions i asked was if the roles if everything about this fight was reversed Mm -hmm. if if monique was twirling and candace reached out and grabbed her mm-hmm. would the audience be divided and it was like 80 percent said no 80 percent said that it wouldn't be as divided as it is mm-hmm. now and i'm like well at least you guys have self-awareness like i i understand yeah. and i actually i give people credit like i've had so many i'm i'm getting ready to do my teddy talk of, of the season of like, oh i can't my, wait my, gonna be i've great. got my data i've got my charts like i it's can't gonna wait be, i'm like it's gonna be yes a full weekend activities putting that together but <laughs> I'm, I'm asking people for their opinions and I've gotten some DMS being like, I just don't like Candace. I'm just team. And I'm like, you know what? I That's actually it. appreciate that. I, I appreciate Be that, that honest. I'm like, I'm just team Monique. It don't matter what she do. I am still team Monique. I'm like, so you sound like a Pittsburgh Steeler fan to me, <laughs> by the way, um, for everybody, the Steelers are no longer undefeated. They lost to the red. They lost to the Washington football team. I was going to call them the Washington racial slurs, but you know, I am, I'm growth. Okay. When my brother was on and we were talking about football, I'm like, when we were talking, I was like, I think we brought up, like, do you think the team is going to be undefeated? I'm like, the team that's going to give them their first loss is not who you're going to expect. It's going to be somebody that's like, not a good team. It's going to be like, it's going to be the weird, like any given Sunday shit. It's like, yeah, it's not going to be the, it's not going to be the chiefs. No, no, no. It's the Washington football team. They lost to them. I'm like, yeah, see, see, that don't make no sense. It's like on, on paper, it's like they should have beat them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can't wait to text my brother. I'm like, you see who they lost to, right? It's like Washington, like on paper. You know no, who, absolutely not. Do you know who's a Steelers fan though? Who? Dr. Bald. <gasps> I know. Can, can, uh, can he get me James Conner for Christmas? Because man, he's pretty. 
he is, he's a cancer survivor. I know he is in quarantine for COVID. I get it. But um, can he get me James Conner for Christmas? Well, here, let me do it again. Santa, I know you listen to this. <laughs> Why? I'm like, what is with me in running backs? I'm like, is him? Is Todd Gurley? Is Rashad Jennings? I'm like, do I just, is this my, is my type? Running backs? Is, is this it? Like, because I don't know what it talk early. He's he's just a handsome boy. I'm like I'm acting like he's like so much younger than me. He's 25. And it's like, but I'm like, yeah, he's so he's so adorable. I just want to pinch his cheeks. <laughs> but yeah, James Conner for Christmas. Santa, I've been somewhat of a good girl. I have been practicing social distancing, Santa. I feel like that just automatically puts me on the good list. It definitely does for James Conner. i'm sorry i was gonna say something nasty it's not after 10 p.m yet guys i won't i say my nastiness for twitter and jonathan so he can hey 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 we're not the timeline's not sleep i'm like timelines never sleep jonathan although i'm I'm saying i like a bearded hoochie and he's a bearded hoochie So we're getting three parts. So it's not four parts of the reunion because no, I know we're getting three parts, which I kind of figured it would be. And I hope it's not like, you know, how the three part reunion is like the first one is like, okay, we might be getting some stuff. And then the second episode is like, what the fuck is this? And then the mm-hmm. third was like, oh, yeah. Okay. We're, we're here. So hopefully we get a good solid three, but, um, you know, if that binder is full of laminated pages talking about Jamal Bryan's dick, I'm like, girl, we don't care. <laughs> we we don't. also know. We also have Google. <laughs> we, it's like, girl, we don't care. I'm like, if that is your thing, that is also a deficit to Monique. I'm like, Monique, you have spent all of this time to keep your personal business, this rumor about this trainer that I don't know what he looks like, but apparently he's fine. And the paternity of your child off of the show for you to turn around and go to the reunion and say, let me bring up everything about Jamal Bryant. I'm like, ma'am, this is where I'm, you lose me. Cause it can't be, don't bring up my family. Like, oh, since you want to do this, let me bring this up. I'm like, girl, this is all you get. That's all you have on Giselle. I mean, at least this Karen is- got every hue beauty. I'm like, but uh, okay, we girl, I stopped seeing it. I just assumed that we stopped making it. I'm like, I, I mean, I don't care. I, I don't care. This is like my hot take. <laughs> I almost wish that they would put a gag order on Housewives during the season. Like, I, I don't like the tweets. I don't like the going live. Like, I think it actually takes away it from does. the show because some fan like, I, I don't really follow it unless it's sent to me. And then we've got people mm-hmm. um, like Obi and Taria who are like, I swear, have their own little detective agency. They're like sorting through files. I mean, they, they know all the back. Obi is the reason why I'm like, oh boy this is (laughs) fucked up (laughs) but like but you know what i mean and then we're like we're arguing with people that have different reference points and it's like i almost would rather we all just watch the show for what it is and then you can bring it out bring out all the receipts of reunion yeah at the reunion give all the behind the scenes details tell us what was actually that's that's how it used to be especially remember the early season like you ain't Mm -hmm. final shit until the reunion that's where that's where it originated where they'd pull the file from behind the right and like everybody print like everybody going to kinko's to print out text messages i'm like we're doing right i was like and let me show you i'm like 
Right. And that's, I would rather, I would rather get it all in that format so we could all talk about it in that, Mm -hmm. present us with that, because I think it gets so convoluted and confusing when like, not everybody's talking about something that's not even getting covered on the show. Right. And then it's like, y'all, the reason why we can't do lives anymore is Monique and Candace. And it's like, you do realize we stopped this because you're bringing up something that's not even being covered on the show. You're doing all of this because it's like, they used to do lives last season because Karen used to go live after the episode. Giselle used to go live after the episode. But I think it was just kind of those who maybe think, I think Monique too. It was like, yeah. they would just talk about what's on, well, on the, the show. show. Yeah, which is why it, like- it didn't get shut down last year. Because Karen and Giselle just talked about the show. Whatever they saw, what y'all just saw. She's like, okay, show's over. Let's talk about it. And you know what's even so messed up? And this might just be my own delusion. This is neither here nor there. But now, so like, I'm trying, I'm very delusional. So I've been sliding into many Bravo celebrities <laughs> DMs being like, hey, Ona Bravo Live, Fridays and Sundays. And I, I have to go through Bravo now because they don't approve Bravo celebrities to go live on Instagram. They have to approve, like, it has to be an approved source mm-hmm. now. And I, I swear it's because, again, this is just based on speculation, but I, ha- I have to imagine it has to do with those lives of like, they need to vet people of like, mm-hmm. it's not, what are you guys going to talk about live? Because it's live. Yeah. It can't be edited. You can't edit yeah. anything out of a live. So yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a mess over there. Even if you, like, if you, even if you don't save it, it's fine. Um, but people can but like people screen record, record. Yeah. a live, which yeah. is why the whole thing and- and I'm not going to touch on too much about this. The whole thing with the black socialites, it seemed one-sided because Kyle didn't save his lives. That's why people don't know. And it was like, if you think that Kyle was just laying there and taking it, girl, no, he wasn't. And he shouldn't have. They're going back and forth because he was one of the first people that reported what happened at the party. And he is maintained, which is why I give him a give him a lot of grace and air, not just because he w- he's no longer here, but because he said, this is the story that I was told. So he is saying, he's saying, I gave, I objectively reported a subjective story. So it's kind of like, you see that. And then even to like in late September, early October, all of a sudden he was like, I'm no longer talking about Potomac. And I'm like, so that's odd. Why, why would he stop doing that? And then you see where, um, all true tea and not all about the tea, two totally different pages, put up like screenshots of Kyle saying that um, I was lied to about the fight and someone was using me as a pawn. And I'm like, so if you look at a lot of the bigger bloggers, if you look at some, uh, even the write-ups of the recaps, they're not Candace friendly and they're also not objective. So it's kind of like, that's very interesting because it was a concerted effort to make it seem like Candace started this fight. So people walked into the season already going, I already hate Candace because I know she threw a drink on my queen. So guess what? I fuck her forever. And I'm sitting here like, hmm, I'm kind of like that too. But it's like, I still, I'm like, I don't necessarily like Monique because I don't like the ways that she plays sometimes. And it's like, if Giselle is dust. Stop paying, stop paying attention to her. Girl, you have a nice life. You have a beautiful children, a husband. You have four homes. You have a seemingly good life. And this is when you know there's cracks in your, there's cracks in those veneers. And you see it by the way that she's acting because she's not owning up. I'm like, girl, you are too old to be doing this. And you act like you are so much older than Candace. You are like three years apart. 
and she is not the youngest person in that show. That is Ashley. But, but y'all aged her up because she has a kid. And I'm like, so she is, she has a little bit more responsibility because she has a husband, she has kids, she has all of these going on. But that doesn't mean Candace is not a person and she don't have a life because she's not, she, she's not a mother. That doesn't make her less important. That doesn't make her the youngest. That doesn't make her immature because it's very immature to go, oh, you want, oh, you want me to hit you? Oh, you want me to hit you? That is immature. Why the fuck are you putting your hands on me? I'm like, Monique, you need to stop. And I'm like, it's going to take her some time. She might need to step away. And like, but also I don't want her fired. I'm like, you know, she can get friend of yeah. like Portia and come back. And it's like, this is why I'm glad that fight with her grabbing Kenya happened at the reunion because we would have right. got the same damn thing it's like girl we ain't not talking about this anymore mm-hmm. like after a while it's like girl we don't care it's like you put your hands on her you're dead ass wrong you're also dead ass wrong to think that well she baited me I'm like I'm sorry is this middle school I actually feel this might be a hot take I actually feel robbed by this season it was a great season but I feel robbed Mm -hmm. that we didn't have the opportunity to see all of the women interacting for an entire season I think that there are so many more dynamics to play out I've maintained I think Dr. Wendy and Monique have a lot in common I think it would have been so interesting to see their blossoming friendship I think that that would have definitely like Mm -hmm. put a wedge between Dr. Wendy and Candace I think that there are so many things to play out and I Mm -hmm. I know it's probably not looking this way, but I I say again, like I would like to have this exact same cast for another season and make them all film together, obviously as part of signing on to agree that you feel comfortable and willing to to film with everybody. But like, if you think about it, this fight happened so early in the season Mm -hmm. that I feel robbed because I actually think this was a perfect cast. Like I think Dr. Wendy was a great addition. And Mm -hmm. I, if you think about it, like we really didn't get a full cast anything except for like the winery yeah and it's like we their cast trips are always fun Mm -hmm. it's like shit happens because even like their i think their paris trip was after the whole umbrella thing and they were making fun of it right it's kind of like and they worked it out it's kind of like you wanted that and it's like i wish it hadn't gotten too um physical because i feel like if it was just arguing and you kind of pulled them apart or she just walked away like she had been doing literally this entire season Mm -hmm. and it's like i think we could have gotten that because you know people are like oh my god candace using this as her storyline she ain't doing nothing else hey hi she signed a record deal she recorded a song um what was monique's storyline please tell me i don't know it can't be that podcast Shout out to Monty because I'm like, oh my God, it's <laughs> But also know Sarah Frazier from the Hey Frazier podcast or mm-hmm. Sarah Frazier Now podcast. She was on, I remember her talking about her doing the podcast. So I knew her podcast episode was in November. So I knew it wasn't in October because I remember her talking about it. It was like, yeah. Yeah. So this is way after the fight. <laughs> yeah. It- yeah. I, I mean, honestly, this was a great season. I think mm-hmm. it's come to an end at a perfect point because I yeah. can like feel the tension in it's like, social media. We can't media. talk about this fight no more. We don't care. I know. It's, and, and here we are like two hours in still talking about the fight. This, right. is, what I, this is what I always do. I'm like, I can't talk on... about this right. anymore. But and anyway, then... so anybody on no Bravo, let me tell you about this. Because <laughs> it's like, they are the best ensemble. Mm-hmm. Like, I know everybody has their favorites, but it's like, I think as an ensemble, they're spectacular. Yes. Early seasons of Atlanta used to be this to a certain extent. Sometimes New York, 
OC, I feel like they've never had a stellar ensemble ever. Um, Beverly Hills, I'm sorry, I miss Taylor. <laughs> I just miss Taylor. I don't know, but it's like I feel like they had a good ensemble, but it wasn't as cohesive as a Potomac. It's like Beverly all of these Hills ladies never, need each other. It doesn't yeah, work with somebody was else. Never as Beverly Hills was never as funny or as light. Like yeah. when they had a good ensemble, it was that they could all mesh well in the drama where like mm-hmm. I actually like I love a housewives franchise that can have fun together. Like I like when they're laughing and not fighting. Yeah. I actually I liked when they played the prank on Dr. Wendy. Like I like when it seems like a girl's trip I could be yeah. a part of. Like and I think that that Potomac does that really well of balancing the mm-hmm. mess and the drama with the good times and the funny and the snarky and the witty and the fu- like just good like happy vibes and I think like I <laughs> I almost feel like we missed out on a little bit of that because it got so dark with the fight. And I think that the fight became more than the fight and they had so much more on their shoulders where it like, we've seen fights on Vanderpump rules and New Jersey and like all these other, they literally backhanded Kristen and she did not get demoted. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) How many times did Jack was like, whoa, it was like, wait a minute. She didn't even get reprimanded. No one said she should be fired. Nothing. Right. she just punched she like backhanded her like you didn't i you were supposed to make 85 dollars tonight someone whiplash she literally like horse collar it's like child like Teresa flipped the table the the joes literally multiple fist fights Mm -hmm. it's like this is not new and it was like yeah so this is not like i'm sorry y'all and it may be just because we are old school old like we are not new to this we are true to this it's like we have been watching i'm like this is not the worst fight that's ever been on this is just the one that didn't have no jump cuts yes that is the difference this is a straight continuous any other time somebody fights there are jump cuts they didn't do no jump cuts with this and i'm like that's because y'all want people to watch this season and i feel like y'all thought that y'all didn't have a season without Mm -hmm. this and i'm like so that's not fair to candace nor monique right it's like, yeah, so they can't heal if you're still showing this and people are still telling Monique, no, she deserved it. I'm like, so yeah, no one deserves to get so in this, I'm like, see, it gets really to a lineup that I'm not comfortable with. Cause I get, sometimes it was like what she did and what she said to Monique, nothing she said was fighting words. She ain't dog her child. She ain't spit in her face. She ain't do none of that. She just couldn't take her teasing her and it's like girl that's not that's not hands worthy this is not her she didn't shit on you she didn't say our friendship didn't mean shit that was you and I mean and I understand the like the straw that breaks the camel's back type of thing she just had it and she was at that level and probably realistically Candace could have said anything that day and it would have come to that point because she was just already there but what I where Monique again loses me is like I see her liking the the Instagram posts and the tweets of like, you know, Candace, I would love for Monique to say, thank you so much for your support. You know, I've been doing a lot of work. Candace didn't make me do anything. I made a bad choice, but thank you yeah. for your support. I'm so glad your team, Monique, let me send you my, you know, essential yeah. oils, whatever. Like, you know, let me give you podcast. Like, but, but for her to be like, on one hand saying she's doing all this like introspective work and, mm-hmm. and working on herself and looking and still inward. finding a way to blame Candace. And then it's like, still girl, finding a way to blame Candace. Girl. And it's like, that's not it. That's like, not that's work. Not, 
You're no. not doing the work. Where's Iyanla? I, I don't see, she's a freelance <laughs> auntie and I love her. I feel like Iyanla would like, but what would you have done differently? What, what if you have, she would have said it. And it was like, girl, you can't keep blaming Candace for your actions. That is childish. That is immature. It's like, and on the flip side of that, Candace, when your therapist is literally begging you, pleading you you to take some accountability, just say, you know what? I think I probably could have stopped provoking her or I could have like, maybe not taken it. Just Candace also needs to take some responsibility, but I find it so interesting. People get so pissed at her for not taking accountability when they kind of are two sides of the same coin in a lot of ways. They really are. It's like, they really are a lot alike and it's still bald. still blows my mind that Candace entered this franchise as a friend of Ashley. (laughs) It's like, you didn't realize she didn't come in as Monique's friend. She came in as Ashley's friend. I'm like, oh, okay. So this is fun. This is is where we are. Because I'm sitting here like, Candace made it a point to say he was talking about the physical part of the fight. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I don't know if you could have did something different because one, it happened so fast. But I feel like y'all two arguing is like, y'all was about to leave and it's like i'm not putting any blame on anybody else around them but if y'all like seeing this why didn't anybody say you know what it's time to go why don't y'all just sit down and just if y'all were invested in them actually working this out Mm -hmm. you'd be like hey why don't y'all just go meet for okay we're gonna go okay this is over like y'all could do that it's like if y'all saying she's so immature and she needs help why didn't y'all fucking help her it's like, yeah. this is really weird to me because that would have been my thing. But it's like, of course, we can sit here and like, we're looking at it, bird's eye view of everything right. about yeah. what we would do. But honestly, if we're in this situation, I don't know. I'm like, I probably would have been Wendy. Like, hey, hey, wait, wait, let's not throw hands. Okay. We're, we're I probably honestly would have been Robin, like backed up drinking like, my wine. What like, what the happened? hell is I happening? Thought you, I thought we were just calling her a chia pet and talking <laughs> about her leopard. And now we're fighting. Okay. I was like, uh, hmm, I wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so gird your loins because three parts of, of the reunion. And I think a couple of people said, if you were Team Monique, you're going to leave here, Team Monique. If you're Team Candace, you're going to leave here, Team Candace. I'm like, so that sounds fun. I'm like, <laughs> Seems I, I'm really a, productive. It's like, this is so going to be like, well, PSA, you're not going to change. My PSA for anybody listening who, uh, yes, reunion season is upon us. Let's mm-hmm. just like, okay, my number one thing is if you can't say it nice, at least say it funny. And just remember, like, at the end of the day, this is a Bravo show and we love this. And the fact that we all are so passionate about Bravo is actually something that brings us together. So mm-hmm. let's like stop with the bullshit. Like, it's not fun when I see people like going after each other's characters for being Team Monique or how, Team Candace. Like, how like, dare come you get on. Candace empathy? How could you? And it's like, she's a person. And what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think it's been this divided since Bethany and Carol. Right? Not Which, even, and that's the thing. Not even team Bethany Carol, and Jill. Thank you. I am Team Carol. I was Team Carol on this. I'm like Bethany. Shut the hell up. I took you on a trip. She does not own you. She was. Carol don't have to like you, bitch. You take your skinny girl and stick it straight up your ass. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, Carol doesn't have to like you, and you were literally doing what Jill did to you, and you. It's like she didn't even see it that way. I'm like, you do realize you were mad at 
Carol and you're doing the thing that Jill did to you. Like, I helped you. I did this all for you. And now you're acting like, I'm like, you don't see it, do you? Okay, that's fine, Bethany. But because everybody likes Bethany, they were like, Bethany's not wrong. I'm like, so she kind of is. But this is also a relationship. This is a friendship. It's a relationship and y'all gonna have to do it. But Carol was like, girl, I don't want to do this. I just want to wear these big old ugly earrings (laughs) and sit in the cafe and eat. But you want to have a discussion. I don't, this is a lot. And like, and you're doing this over text message. I'm like, so I can't take you seriously. You want to have a whole discussion over text. Mm -hmm. You know where I live. You can have FaceTime. You have it. You have an iPhone. What are we doing? Girl, yeah. see, this is when I know I've watched Bravo too long because I'm like, oh my gosh, because I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like, oh no, Bravo. Like, yes, Bravo. I also <laughs> want to know justice for Top Chef because this last season of Top Chef All-Stars was so damn good. And I'm like, is anybody else watching with me? Am I alone? I need to get back into Top Chef. So um, when my husband and I first got married, we had a roommate who, um, it was funny. He's like, the manliest man ever, but he would watch Top Chef. And that was like a show we would all watch together. Mm-hmm. So then when we, um, you know, moved out and had kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that was like, I realized I only watched because of this roommate, but I need to get back into it. I'll, that will be my pledge to you. I'm going to watch. With you so we can talk about it. I was like, I, I didn't really like the other all-stars, but for this, for this one, I don't know if it's maybe it's the pandemic. I just liked it, but I'm a sucker for restaurant wars. So I'm like, that's my shit. I just love it. I'm like, I just like watching a show of stuff that, I mean, if I went to culinary school, I probably could cook it, but I'm just going to watch y'all do it. Well, I learned about reductions. I, can, I literally <laughs> like burn eggs. Like I can make ramen. I can make bagels by putting it in the toast. That's pretty much the extent of my cooking. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm learning about reduction. I'm like, that's what reduction means. Ooh. I'm like, oh, that's how you turn on I'm like, the stove. now I want to go. I'm like, can I just go shopping with y'all for food? I feel like this is fun. I want to go on the trip where y'all go. I'm like, oh, I just, I just love some of the top chef I love. And maybe I will get back into, um, so you realize this is a Bravo podcast now. Right. I was like, I have to, I, <laughs> I, I'm putting this out there that I am formulating a Bravo podcast that's going to be a offshoot of Mocha Menace. So this is just crazy. And I'm just like, I watch so much stuff on Bravo, but I like discussing stuff with Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like well, 2021, I love that because you know, when you came on my live, which by the way, people, if you have not listened, pl- shameless plug, it saved my IGTV. It was a very good episode. Uh, again, almost got banned from Instagram, I swear. So go and check that out. It's on my IGTV. <laughs> TV or on my Patreon, the audio, if you'd prefer to listen to it like a Patreon. But I loved that when I gave you the little outline, I was like, okay, does this look good? And you're like, it looks great, except um, I'm not a Bravo podcast. I'm like, well, I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> you're like, okay, I won't tell them that this time, but next time you're there. <laughs> She's a Bravo podcast and this is why you need to listen. I'm like, oh. I was like, yeah, because there are people like, excuse me, this is our turf. Because believe me, I've I've heard the stories about some folks in in our sphere, and I'm like, girl, I just want to have fun. You want to be famous, and I'm like, girl. Well, I want to be famous and have fun. What about that? See, see, that's the thing. You're different. You're like, I want to have fun, and also, what's up, mother shuckers? <laughs> it's like, what? 
I'm like, oh man, are we still going to talk about corn? Yeah, I know he's gone. I mean, you know, corn will, corn will come, corn will go. I just, I needed to have a line in the sand mostly because like, I love it. I love my followers, very passionate people. My DMs are like where it's at. It was getting to the point of like 90% corn and I needed to maybe take a step back from the kernels, just a tiny bit. Everyone <laughs> will still be mother shockers. I still love you guys. It's still somewhat a corn account, but I needed to, you know, draw the line in the sand at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh well <laughs> it sounds like we have a show but before this has been so much fun before we get out of here first thank you so much for being here i really really loved having you on here um because ob from odd black individual i'm like when he came on i was like yeah so i need you to get a podcast and he's like ah. i'm like yeah i need you He's like, but I just, and now he has a podcast. I'm like, I feel like I'm manifesting this because I see <laughs> folks and voices that I feel like should be there. So, I mean, you know, if you want to have the the mother shucker pod, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to name it. I mean, I don't know what to call it. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. It could be, oh, no, bravo. Exclamation I, point. I mean, I don't I will know. Say, I will say this. In the new year, there's going to be some changes. It's not going to be a traditional format, but there will be more opportunities to listen to me rather than see me. I'll put it that way. So you can manifest that too. So exciting. <laughs> okay, that's so exciting. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so please tell everybody, well, I mean, I feel like I've kept saying it, but how can they follow Ono oh Bravo? So you can follow me at Ono Bravo on Instagram. Um, I do have a Patreon that I'm dedicating a lot of time into. Like I said, I'm watching Atlanta from the beginning. I will be sliding into your DMs, by the way, for Yay. to get you on the books. For you got to hear two. Dr. Bald. I'm like, um, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So my husband, Dr. Bald, not a medical doctor, just a man that went bald at 22. Um, I've got him on the Patreon a couple of times breaking down some stuff. He is like all in on Salt Lake City. So I'm definitely going to get him. Oh my to God. Try to Where talk is, about it. so is he in the Shaw squad or is he with the, the swinger? Um, he likes the swinger. He does like the <laughs> swinger. Um, he is very, very concerned about Jen Shaw's finances. I'll put it that way. Oh, because her husband's salary is public record and it does not yeah. support a four assistant type of lifestyle. I'll put it that way. Man, she lives at a ski resort. Maybe she rents it out. I'm like, look, let me know if it's like somewhere because I want to stay at the ski chalet that's what you you said can we airbnb it I'm like all we need is like 35 of us to afford I'm it just saying, <laughs> I'm like can we do it and then we can record this would be great it would be great we you can have like a little us. um a little bravo podcaster excursion see that um, could be our retreat that'll be our bravo con Yes. Oh my God. Well, also BravoCon 2021. Ask But anyway, if you want to see more of me, I have insane wigs and Ramona eyes. I go live on Fridays and Sundays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. All of my previous lives are saved to my IGTV and mm -hmm. I will be having you back. Yay! Now I'm like, I got to get a wig. I got to hit the Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This was thank so much fun. so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guys, I will be back next week with somebody else that loves to chop it up with Bravo with me. I'm so excited. Oh, just this month is just going to be great. And folks, I will say this. I, I know I'm going to be talking a lot about Bravo, but we're going to be talking about like stuff off of reality TV. But this is a lot of stuff. As you can see, we've talked a lot because there's a lot to talk about. Um, and also January 21st cannot happen 
and he, I'm like, yeah, January 20th, yeah, January 21st, he is out, start, start um, reporting that account so he can get off Twitter because we couldn't do it while he was president, but once he's not, he's gone. So yeah, report it with me. We're going to have a reporting party. Okay, this is the Mocha Menace podcast. I will be back next week. Bye! Hi! Over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose. Put it on your mouth and it ain't doing nothing. Put it on your nose or the germs still coming. Hey, over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose. It's a pandemic and we stuck inside. Put it on your nose or some people gon' die. Hey, over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose, over your nose, over your nose. Mother freaking mask goes over your nose.